You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
I'm hopping and popping. Oh, so you want to flip the dibble? You don't think I twerk? Well, I didn't know that. Eric, shut the f*** up. <laughs> Did we just make it better for women? <laughs> That's what we do here. We spitball. You just gave her an armful of lettuce? I'm in. Love it. Let's go. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, and indeed. Yes, welcome to the program. Uh, Garrett Cockrell. Uh, look, at, look at Garrett in a nice button down over there. Nice button down. With yeah, him. it a dropped under sleeve. 90 and he's going long sleeve. You look very nice, Garrett. Thank you. An interview today, so. Oh, an interview today. All right. Well, very Fantastic. good. Uh, well, we wish you a lot of luck in that interview. Now, if you get this job, it's not going to be as accommodating as your last job. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll, we'll find out. All right. We'll find out. But more importantly, you need a job. You need to get your life together. You're falling apart. You're a mess. Get a job. 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 That's what passed for music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Circa 1950. Mm-hmm. That's Elvira. That's a whole different song that I just did. Uh, yeah, people enjoy that. You know, I was thinking about that uh, about uh, because we were bopping around Oliver and I with the uh, the radio at the, the the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and the, 90s and today, and today, all of it. <laughs> and um, I forget what came up. Something similar to that came up, yeah. and I. And I and I thought about like the fathers, like when I grew up in hometown Illinois, the fathers that were still very committed to the 50s scene, man. <laughs> that was their scene. And it's like they would listen to the music. They lived that life. And it's like I still I'm basically living in the 80s mm-hmm. musically. Right. Uh, but I don't think I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I yeah. think I'm also You're not wearing parachute pants. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Flock of seagulls. But hair. they did. They still had their hair right. slicked back. They yeah. still and there's was, still guys who live like that, like 50s guys in my neighborhood. So but, but in this case, Matt, yeah, they were fathers. Yeah. And it was, let's say, 1979. So they're that's about 14 years later. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess this is 30 something years later. Right. But in let's call it 85 is the peak of the 80s music. Mm-hmm. 85, to, that would have been 2000. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're not walking around with flock of seagulls hair. Yeah. You're not walking around parachute pants. Right, right. Uh, why did the 50s stick? Why are there still guys like you say they were still walking around today? I think it's a baby boomer generation. It's like that that huge explosion of of population where a, a, just a crazy number of people were coming of age in that decade and they couldn't let go of it and because there were so many of them the I think the market forces uh, basically had to continue catering to them. I mean, that's why when I was growing up, there was this 80s, there was like Billy Joel made that stupid album and there was Stand By Me and right. like all these things that were from the 50s came back because they were like, there's just so many people who will go for this that will buy these records. and Well, you know, movies. I haul an oats and now that baby, I can't go for that. <laughs> but I mean, like I, that's what's weird is like, I don't, the people who are into that scene now weren't even alive when that was a thing. That's what's, you know, uh, there's like multiple generations of people who weren't alive in the fifties who, who like look like greasers and drive around in 57 Chevys or like, you know, hot rods or whatever. That's what, that's what Burbank is. Like Burbank is, there's some like pickup truck cowboy wannabe guys 
And then there's like this whole like big bopper scene. Oh yeah, you go to uh, you go to uh, Bob's Big Boy on yeah. Sundays, and they all yeah, pop all their the trunk open. Classic cars. The <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'll take a look at the trunk, dude. Yeah, maybe see if there's a, see a they body. Got maybe they got bodies. Maybe they're they got an inner tube back there. Maybe they got some swim uh, equipment. You sure. know, they're yeah. It's their business what they keep in their trunk. Well, I know they have some junk in the trunk. Yeah, you know, I do. You know, I got that small waist, and then here comes Charlie. <laughs> now, listen. Charlie uh, Caboose. Yeah, that's my, uh, uh, you know, because it sneaks up on you. You don't expect me to have a big ass, so it's uh, it's like Vietnam. It sneaks up on you. It's Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. For a second, I thought you meant the war itself snuck up on people. Like, whoa, where'd this war come from? <laughs> Suddenly, 40,000 oh, people are dead. No way. That war was in our face, man. You're too young to remember what we went through. I was a child. I don't remember any of it. Yeah, I mean, and that was uh, that should have that should have washed the palate clean. But I, I, again, just like today, I think there were people who were so turned off by the '60s that uh, you know the the hippie movement and uh, the anti-war movement and all that stuff, and then just the nightmare of Vietnam and nixon and watergate that they were like god can't we just go back to the good old days of the 50s it's like everybody is always trying to go back to this like mythical time and uh and for that huge that generation that was that that was the time it sounds like i gotta break out the parachute pants <laughs> sounds like i gotta go to the closet well there are people like that i mean they don't dress that way but there are people who feel that way about the 80s that, that it was like this wonderful time Cocaine. well we, you know i talked about it with uh, <laughs> a uh I heard you. <laughs> God, that's just the genuine exasperation of that statement. I was uh, beautiful at a wedding over the weekend, uh, and I was talking to a uh, gentleman there who's a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. And for me, the '80s were nothing but carefree and fun. Mm-hmm. But he was old enough where the '80s sucked. The '80s, yeah. you know, he was hit with the financial stuff. Mm-hmm. He was hit with the, yeah. you know, the trickle down and the and the, he he saw it. But whereas I was. Either in high school or running a record store, and, yeah. and just living your life, just and and yeah. at home with my parents, like nothing, right. yeah, you know, carefree. So to me, going back to the eighties would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. To this guy who's only three years older than me, would not be. Yeah, and I was younger than you, but I like I was growing up in that time, and it was it was bittersweet just because I like like most people, I feel like growing up was not easy. Like it was it was a kind of a nightmare of emotions and yeah. confusion you know like you just you just always feel like you're getting your ass kicked emotionally uh if not phys- physically <laughs> you only got beat up once at the water park right? that's right <laughs> okay. want to make sure on, you cocaine get- <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was she don't lie that's what it was two human beings talking and now hold on a second can- that's not entirely fair that's because you 100 fair you were referencing the 80s as sort of a generic cocaine thing. and i sprinkled it in there but that was a very cocaine fueled way to way to join the conversation it it occurs to me by the way that like cigarettes were to the 50s as cocaine was to the 80s because because one of the one of the iconic things of like a 50s style is you've got Mm -hmm. your your uh cigarette rolled up yeah yeah rolled up sleeve there Um, wait your what cigarette box what did i really never heard it called that before what do you call that pack I don't know, but it's, it just struck me weird. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of like it. Well, the Marlboro uh, comes in some sort of a box. Cigarette yeah. box. Your, your Kents certainly do not. Is, your Virginia Slims come in a box. People who actually smoke cigarettes call it a pack. Yeah. Yeah. Pack of I, smokes. A pack of smokes. Pack, pack of smokes. For I don't, obviously. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm never more. I'm You know, we're, we're judgmental. As human beings, we're judgmental. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm ever more judgmental than when I see a human being in 2018 smoking in their car with the windows up. Like, I literally just look at them and go, what the fuck is the matter with you? They're not planning on selling that car. I just think smoking in general is crazy. Well, I think it is too. And I can say that more freely now that my mother has passed away because uh, my mother was a smoker for many, many years, but Mm -hmm. I still was very, 
sensitive to her being my mother. Yeah. But now that she's passed away, yes. What the fuck? Let's but, go. Stop. But living in L.A., like, I, it's just yeah. you take for granted. Like, I was just in Seattle, and I was, like, shocked at how many people were smoking. I was like, what is going on here? Well, I mean, still, you go down to the... Idiot. Wrong way. You go down to the coffee shop here, you're going to get a lot of... Uh, it, it seems like mostly 20-somethings. I feel like I don't notice it as much here. Well, there's all the vaping, too, so that... Yeah, I noticed that a lot because you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a pen in your mouth. We talking yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah. It's either, it's either a pen or, like, you know, like a... What's the that? 1940s vision of what a futuristic portable phone would look like. <laughs> That's what it, right? Like, why, like why are some that little... Is, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, like a phaser from Star well, Trek. It's, like this, it's this with a thing. And yeah. then other people just have that cool-looking pencil. It, it, when I say cool, I mean... I'm waiting. Maybe, Garen, you can look this up and tell me. It probably already exists, but I'm waiting for the day when I see someone whose whose cell phone case is a vape machine. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so they're like talking on the phone, like, yeah, 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 yeah I'll get that right too. <laughs> uh huh. That's right. Oh, boy. That sounds like a funnier die fake product. Mm -hmm. Oh, it exists. It does. It does. Uh, phone vaporizer case. Oh, uh, God damn it. What, well, I'm, you know, what if I'm going Android? You got anything like that? <laughs> well, here's what I want to know is, is are they also wearing a TV hat at that point? <laughs> oh, boy. Remember our, 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 uh, the TV hat. our the experiment TV with hat. the TV hat? Yes, that was a failure. Yeah, but it was it was a comedy success. A, a comedy success. It was supposed to be a failure. Yeah. yeah, we didn't think it was really going to be a good thing. Remember how heavy that was? Just the <laughs> dumbness of... <laughs> what was Was that like season... Seven? Yeah, you were here. Very yeah. early so on. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. It was in the Dan Katz era. I remember yeah. being in the old studio. Yeah. Oh, we, we should dress like those days. Those were better times. <laughs> ah, the good old days. Yes. 2012, 10, 11? Who knows? Maybe 10, well, 11 or 12. Yeah, 11 or 12. Yeah. They, those were better days. <laughs> were they? No, well, in some ways. I mean, they were certainly in our country. Yeah. You know. You this Although, if you're, I guess, I guess the, the, more, more war was happening, but it wasn't happening to us directly. Hmm. Right. Easy. Out of sight, out of mind. Huh, Elliot? That's how they worked it. Man, I know it. You don't have to tell me that. I, mean, I was living it. I was right here with you, brother. <laughs> I was in the trenches the same way I was in Nam, brother. Same way I was in brother. Here comes Charlie. I'm not 100% comfortable in this shirt. I have to be honest with you. It's, I like it's a summer shirt. And yeah. I'm very, I, and I bought it to Are wear under a jacket. Are you self-conscious physically? It's physically. Like, I prefer... Uh, What's wrong? Is it, have, is it one of those things where if you lift your arms, the whole shirt goes yeah. up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see that. Let's see. It, it, it's kind of well, yeah. It's I, awkward. And then it's also kind of high pit. And then the shoulders bunch up. It's got a high pit. That's that, the you know worst. what? You've nailed it. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the high pit. The rest yeah. of it's fine. It's the high pit of it. Yeah. But I, I bought it to wear underneath a sport coat on stage, mm -hmm. which it does wonderfully. Yeah. Because you need but, a high pit for that. Yeah. Nights underneath. So yeah. So not so it doesn't interfere with the jacket. But. Uh, uh, but I thought it was like, hey, what are you? It's a hot day out. You know, this doesn't really get a lot of use. Hot time, summer in the city. Back of my neck, dirt, grit. <laughs> uh, now listen, I went to see uh, on your feet last night. Yeah, went to see the. Did uh, you make it happen? Emilio and uh, Gloria Estefan on your feet musical. No, brought my son Oliver. Remind me because I know I had some confusion with this. He is not uh, Emilio Estefan is not dead. Nor is he forty years the senior of his wife, right? I don't think any of that's true. <laughs> I got him confused. I got with them Ro confused with the Celine, uh, Dion? Celine Dion family. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, I brought my son Oliver. Yeah, and uh, compliments to Garen Cockrell. Thank you, Garen. Garen gave me a couple of uh, great seats uh, right on the aisle. Yeah. Oliver had the. By the way, these are the seats I would buy if I was looking at the map. Mm -hmm. Perfect seats. Nice. Like, they were great. And we had a couple of older ladies right in front of us. Mm. So, I had a nice shot, too. So, they were small and slinky. And, 
What? Enjoy were that. they slinky? They were. Slinky. Were they walking downstairs? Yeah, alone. alone? Well, okay. they were in pairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but great seats, and boy, what a fun show! Oh, cool! What a fun! Sh- the dancing is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm going on Sunday. You're gonna love it. And we were like talking last night, like, well, let's see what Jimmy says about it. It's, uh, you know, the story of her life. Yeah. And uh, and th- then their life, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know the woman that plays the mother is great. The woman that plays Gloria Estefan is, and and the guy that plays they're phenomenal. By the way, this is the best uh, audio wise that mm-hmm. the Pantage has ever been. Oh, well, it sounds great. You're but you're in. See, here's the thing. You were not in the mezzanine, right? You were on the floor. Yeah, of course. That, because Garen always gets these. Yeah, but I'm usually things. up in the balcony too. That, that, I think the sound sound is better down low. Maybe that's the case. That's what I've noticed. Well, uh, and I hope that you still get to enjoy the game. I'll let you know. I'll give you my report next week. Um, but it was opening night. Yeah. So celebrity sightings abound. Oh, here we go. Celebrity sightings. All right, I'm just going to tell you some. Well, we already know one. Who do you know? We know that we, we were told ahead of time that Gloria Estefan herself would be there. Gloria and Emilio certainly were there. They were there. They went to the stage with their grandchildren after the show. So they took she, a bow? She gave a nice speech. Oh, great. Thank That's everybody for coming. Exciting. And it seemed to have very, uh, told a little joke about how uh, here is uh, our grandson, I, I want to say Joshua, uh, standing next to his father. And the father was uh, as a little boy. Mm-hmm. So it was funny That's to see funny. these two little kids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, very amusing theater laugh. <laughs> I will tell you that we had a guy two rows behind us that was the overzealous theater guy who apparently had never heard any Miami Sound Machine songs before because m- most Miami Sound Machines have a weird false ending. Yeah. Where it's like. Yeah. So every time it was that or even in a ballad because they kind of have it in the ballad too with the uh, any, anything for you like it, it ends and then. And then she has a couple more words every time. Bravo! Oh my god! And then god. people would join in and then continue song. Oh, okay. And now we clap. But he, he <laughs> I'm not fucking around. I heard Bravo last night more than I've ever heard it wow. in my life. Bravo! Was it Andy Cohen? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Andy Cohen. Oh, from Bravo. From Bravo. Uh, it was. You know what? I wanted to turn around and look, but I also didn't want to turn around and look. Yeah. Uh, so it could have been. It very well. Could, although uh, the celebrities all seem to be. Uh, directly in front of us, okay. also on the aisle. Mm. Um, so I'm guessing this was not a. Were they music world people? Yeah, I, I'm like, mostly. That, that's a thing that I see Quincy Jones showing up to. I don't know if Q was there. Okay, I can't speak to Q. All right, but I will tell you, I am ninety percent sure that I saw a gentleman. Uh, and uh, I will go to my grave saying that I saw this guy. <laughs> okay, it was very dark. Yeah. Uh, they came in late. This person had an entourage. Uh, this may be the clue that gives it away. And this person was being handled as uh, this person walked down the aisle, uh, uh, had to be guided a little bit, and then uh, put in his seat. So an elderly man. I'm not suggesting that. No, not an elderly Oh, so maybe like a Ray Charles or somebody like that. Well, Ray's oh, dead. We lost Ray. Stevie Wonder. It was Stevie Wonder. Wow. Yeah, it was, I'm 90%, but it was, you know, they came in late. Yeah. But the the the, the shape was Stevie Wonder. The, you know, the, the face, forehead. The glasses, the forehead. All of it was yeah. Stevie Does Wonder. Does he still have the uh, the Predator haircut? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
that's, so that's probably him. Yeah. So I, there, I, if if you're a blind person and you make that hair choice, yeah, with an entourage, you you you're, you might as well be Stevie Wonder. Well, he at that doesn't point. know that's what's happening up there. Yeah, they, he hasn't seen Predator. What what would he know about yeah, Predator? He's not <laughs> deaf. You don't think he can hear those beads bouncing around? <laughs> Maybe that's why he does it. He just needs to have some sensory response from his that's hair. Possible. Could be, could be. Still back there. Still got it. Is my hair receding? Not at all, Steve. <laughs> Looking good. Uh, so we saw Stevie, that was the biggest one. Okay. Stevie Wonder. It's pretty good. Uh, and then uh, I will tell you some. Uh, Anyone uh, from the Latin community? Yes. Uh, two. Two huge, three huge ones from Jennifer the Latin Jennifer Lopez. Community. No, I did not see Jennifer Lopez. Ricky Martin? Yeah. Wow. Ricky Martin okay. was there. Saw Ricky Martin with a V t-shirt with his sunglasses hanging on it. And you know how we don't like that? Mm-hmm. Of course he can pull He's it welcome off. to do it. Yes. Do He's welcome to do it anytime he wants to do it. Perfect human specimen. He can oh. do whatever he wants. You can get away he with it. He walks up the aisle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't mind the sunglasses on the front. It's in the back that really bugs me. Well, the back me. is the dumbest. But when it's a V-neck, that is, you have to be fit to Isn't hold that off. Isn't that what it's designed uh, for? True, yeah. You know, well, <laughs> Jason Thompson, when he came here that time, he oh, had yeah. to say, and it's like, yes. Yeah. Of course you should. And by the way, you have, lower have, that. you have to have a strong V as well in the shirt. Like, it has to have a nice, strong collar. Yeah. Because otherwise it distends in a weird way. But a flying V, would that help? <laughs> I don't think it would, but I'm glad that you said it. Uh, all right, so Ricky Martin was one of the uh, Latino community. Mark Anthony. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Okay. I can't speak uh, A junior of some kind. Uh, no, one lady, one gentleman. Christina Aguilera? Uh, maybe, I, I can't. Maybe all these people were there, I don't know. I'm telling you who I saw. Who you saw. Um, and I even said to Oliver, I said, Oliver, that's just in this area that's mm-hmm. just down this aisle yeah. that we're seeing all of these people oliver saw the very first uh so someone he recognized yeah in the bathroom and he goes dad i got a celebrity sighting for us to play is uh, it a singer I, uh it is not okay someone from television it is is it handy mandy <laughs> <laughs> fun fact wait was it the voice of handy mandy wilmer valderrama it was not but i will tell you that your guess is very very close oh wow uh, very very oh manny from yes. on her family oh that's hilarious <laughs> yes wow yeah good spotting nice uh, one saw him uh it's handy to see him there a couple of comedians a couple of uh latino okay. comedians okay george lopez yeah george lopez was there yeah. sitting uh one uh, right across the aisle one road in front of us okay um, still alonzo uh no how about uh what's who's the guy who's puffy yep gabriel iglesias, <laughs> yeah, gabriel iglesias. gabe was there uh, but you are missing a, a any other Iglesias. Uh, well, there's your Paul Rodriguez. I did not see. No, no, we're, we're done with comics. <laughs> oh, okay. Back to musicians. Uh, this is a uh, I will say legend, a Latino legend. Oh, uh, Edward James Olmos. She won an Oscar. Yes. Uh, oh, Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Rita uh, Moreno's there, and I, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but of all the. Uh, by the way, everybody was bothering all these people for photographs. Mm-hmm. She seemed annoyed by it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe okay. I completely uh, mistook how she was taking. She did not seem to be enjoying it. Uh, whereas everybody, George Lopez, like him or not, could not have been more gracious to every human being that came up to him. Wow. Uh, Kathy Griffin was another that sat two rows. Could not have been more gracious anybody that came up to her. Um, was, she, was she signing bloody Trump masks? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, she had a whole trunk of them. Uh, hang on, what do I got? I got uh, two. All right, two left. I got uh, no three. Friend, guy, somebody's been on the show. A guy who's been on the show. Comedian? I texted this person. Oh, an no. actor. Uh, he said we're done host. with comedians. I, we're done with Latino comedians. Oh. Uh, this is a non-Latino comedian. Comedian and actor. Comedian and actor. actor. Has done some comedies, has done some dramas, and has been on this show. 
Many, is he multiple times on our show? Or one he time? has been on twice. He's been on twice. One, once in each studio. Wow. That's uh, sadly, it doesn't really narrow it down anymore to say that they've been on the show. Yeah. Uh, never Parkastathon, though? Never Parkastathon. Uh, he's been out of town every year. Hmm. He's more than happy to do it. Very charitable man. Actor and comedian. Here's the clue that's going to give it away. May save our country. Oh, Tom, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Oh, was there. Wow. Tom Arnold was there. What's he doing going to a show when he should be out there hunting tapes? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I texted him. I said, sit down. Show's about to start. <laughs> Haven't heard back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, or I'll just tell you, Diane Warren was there. Wow. Very good. Uh, now that and, takes, for you to recognize her, you're probably in a, only a handful of people who would recognize she her. She was the one that I wanted to talk to because, uh, A, she's wonderful on Twitter, like she just mm-hmm. she just goes off on Trump in a just in a wonderful way, yeah. And uh, as does our guest, which is wonderful. But uh, but Diane Warren just goes, you know, she'll basically just uh, like when he did that whole thing about uh, I've written bestsellers, I know what I'm doing with my capitalizations, and then she's like, you haven't written a word in your life, fuck you. Also, you suck. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing that, but it's basically that. Has uh, she? Here's a trivia question for you. Did Diane Warren write any of Gloria Estefan's yep. hits? Okay. Including uh, one in the show. Is it one of the ballads? Yes. Yeah. I live for Loving. No, no, that's not a ballad. Um, I forget which Anything one. for you? Is no, it? no, no. That was, uh, Gloria wrote that as a child. Oh, wow. Was it Words Get in the Way? No, they didn't. Oh, I don't want to say anything. I just did. I, I don't care about They didn't do that song. If you're worried about spoiling anything. They didn't do that song. Hmm. They also didn't do Bad Boys. I was uh, wow. infuriated. I could see a whole a scene song. where a, a bad boy bad, bad. comes into her life. <laughs> well, in a way, they think that Emilio might be like the mother's. So yeah. Fairy, so it would have been. Let's talk about it. Is he a bad boy? It would have been great. It is a great song. <laughs> it is. And words get in the way. Like in my head, I'm going. All right. Well, they have to do rhythm is going to get you and words. They they they, they, they okay. And then as it's going on, I'm like. What's happening here? I got to be honest. I never was a fan of Gloria Estefan, but I especially hated those sappy ballads. Like, I, I'm glad that song's not in it. I, I well, like, I here's the thing. That. There's other sappy ballads. I know. I'm, and I'm, so, I'm bracing myself for that. Of the sappy ballads. You think that's a better one? That's a better one. Yeah, yes. probably. It is. But it's so sappy. They're all so... I mean, are, is, but the production is not... Like, the musical production is probably updated from the sound of... Because mm-hmm. some of those records are so they're so dated now like the big dance hits are great like those are timeless like rhythm is gonna get you great song but like those that late 80s ballad sound is is so the electronic hard to hear it's now different. you know it, look and this may play to why it sounded great too the band was on stage oh cool the band's not in the pit mm-hmm. on stage welcome yeah bass player just phenomenal and great band you know and yeah it's like Hedwig. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one where I was in the orchestra, and, and it didn't sound. It was. Oh no, I think that sounded horrible. It was yeah. just. It, but it. But I don't know if that was. The problem is with that show. It's. It's supposed to be a loud rock show on one level, so it's like okay, maybe this is what they want it to sound like. But I didn't know the show, and it's like I kind of want to hear the words, and you just can't. I mean, that's you a lot made of. You made it very shows. clear you don't want to hear words get in the way. I don't. I don't want to hear that song, but I want to hear the lyrics to, yeah. to music that's being played in my face. I see. Um, so, but these songs I know all. I mean, that's the fun thing about the you jukebox. Don't, you musical. won't know some, really. Yeah, there's some that you won't know, and there's a Try couple that me. were written for the for the show. <laughs> Try me. You, you don't. You won't. Know. Of course, I don't. I never. I, I have not. And never once in my life have I gone out of my way to hear a Gloria Estefan song. Like you know the song Reach. No, I don't either. I mean, if you played it, maybe that's a great song. 
That was an Olympic song. Yeah, I didn't know it though. Yeah, I don't know it. I mean, I, I Jimmy, that's from her album Glory. That was her big comeback tour that I saw at the Palace of Auburn Hills in Detroit. Which Olympics was that from? I don't know. The '96, the Atlanta. Something like one? that, maybe. What's after that? Uh, Sydney, 2000. Maybe it's that. I think it was the summer. No, because well, it was before. Because it was before I moved here. They're every two years now, guys. The Olympics. Keep that in mind. I assume it was a I summer song because she's, she's, she's a spicy hot Latina. She well, can't do a winter she, Olympics song. Boy, the girl that the, the girl that plays her is phenomenal. Just really phenomenal. Is she? I, I got hung up on this when I was watching the Kennedy Center Honors, and they did a song from that because she was one of the honorees. The uh, the woman playing her in that was like twice the height of the real Gloria Estefan. Oh no, this I think this woman might be uh, the same height. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, it uh, was ninety six. It was ninety six. I'm a little bit like I was watching uh, the World Cup yesterday on on tape delay because we were recording a show. That part's not important. Uh, am I a little bitter about missing the England game today? Yes, I am. But um, the uh, I'm fascinated by the songs that are created for sporting events. Like every World Cup has an official song, mm-hmm. and every Olympics has an official song. You rarely ever hear them. Like they 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 almost never become hits. Right. Like I think Ricky Martin might have had one of the only ones that was a World Cup song that was like an actual song that people know. And now I forget how it goes. But if you heard it, you'd be like, oh yeah, that one. Um, but oh it's the the cup of life it could know you remember that song (laughs) that was a world cup that was the official song of like the 98 world cup or something but uh but the one this year is like this weird song that it's it's like some dude and then some lady and then this throne is as a spice is will smith does like two half like he he maybe does like 10 bars of a rap song uh and uh he hasn't done a song in like 20 years. So it's, it's just odd that he would come in and go like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing yeah, that no thing. one's ever going to appreciate. You guys want to talk more about this? Yeah. Well, maybe this was the, maybe they thought this was the era would break out. Maybe they thought it's not a good song, but I, I just like, I want to do like, I don't know what I want to do. I feel like that's a, that's a topic. I want to go into it and feel like what's the best song that's ever been written. I wonder if, I bet you Diane Warren's written one of those. Probably. It really seems. Yeah. David well, Foster. Co wrote reach. Yeah, okay. And then she may have co-written another one that they do in the show as well, but uh, I certainly saw her name for Reach. You're right. But for these World Cup songs, is there a chance that one of them is popular? Like it's, it was the number one Latin American could, song? That's definitely possible that other places in the world like care more about those songs than we do. But that's it, a good point, yeah. Because we don't care about the actual sporting event. <laughs> so, so why would, we care, so why would we care about the song that came out of it? And it's true that the artists are usually artists from latin america or europe like it's not that they don't necessarily cater it to the u.s audience because daryl hall did one whoa what year what year did he do it 1994 glory land daryl hall sounds of blackness that's the year it was in the u.s that's i've never heard that song can we can we get a little taste of it let's see if it's on the old internet am what i say it was called glory land am stand for apple music Oh. <laughs> you have to know that no one calls it that. <laughs> Turn on the AM radio. My back is cramping up on my left side. Oh, no. Hmm. That's not good. No, it's not. Should we bring the jacuzzi in? I think it's the shirt. <laughs> 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 that shirt is really uncomfortable. Oh, man. I also think it's weird. Like, I watch a lot of World Cup games every time the World Cup is happening, and they never play the song then. Like, that's when you should be hearing it. When do they play it? They don't play it, like, in and out of commercial? Maybe maybe there's, like, an opening ceremony where it happens, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, you'd think it would be, like, every commercial break and every, like, pre-game or post-game show. They'd be, like, cranking. Here we go. 
Oh boy. <laughs> He's committed to that hair. Yeah, this was the height of his Beauty and the Beast TV show hairdo era. <laughs> but you know I love Daryl Hall. I yeah. love Daryl Hall with every fiber of my being, but this is a miss. garbage. His voice is still doing good things. This is 94. Yeah. This sounds like a Voices That Care kind of song. Yeah, yeah. dude. Totally. 100%. Doesn't this just make you want to sleep? Take a header into the... <laughs> well, it makes me want to go buy a soccer ball. I mean, exactly, it's <laughs> yeah. doing exactly what it wants me to do. Right, yeah. Why Why should it be a... I guess I get why it's a ballad, but I feel like it should be something like... There's Maradona. Like, I had a tiger kind of a song. You, or even a rhythm is going to get you type of song. Yeah. Like something uplifting. I know this is supposed to be uplifting. but And you can, you can have a song. You can have a song like that. But and have a, like a fast song and then have a slow part. Yeah. This has to end. This Darren, is, shut this down. Of this? this should never... You can never... What was Jim Turturro doing there? What was he... <laughs> there was a guy that looked like John Turturro that just popped his face. <laughs> Looking up at the sky for some reason. Yeah, that that is not the spirit of any sporting event. <laughs> right? That's so That seems like may, maybe sleepy. a third song for the Olympics. Maybe. Right. Yeah, like it's... Maybe. It seems like it's supposed to be inspirational, but yeah, like... I don't know. Ricky Martin was 98. La Copa de la Vida. Yeah, yeah. the cup of life. Vangelis <laughs> was in 2002. Dusted him Anastasia. Was he still alive then? That's. Oh, yeah. Is he so, still alive now? No idea. Tony Braxton. You could tell me that Vangelis is a group of people or a computer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what that name refers to. <laughs> well, he did Chariots of Fire. I, he, he well, The name Vangelis made, yes, that, that I know. But What do you think his first name is? Do you think it's Sergio Vangelis? <laughs> oh. Well, or do you think it's? That's a great question. It also sounds like two Enrique. words, van and jealous. Like you have a jealous van, van jealous. Yeah. You okay today? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a perfectly valid, if not interesting, observation. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it made, you know what it did? I got in my head because it made me think of Van Jones. Oh yeah. And Van Jones makes an appearance in uh, the first Purge, he and does. I'll say it doesn't do a good job. He's not an actor. Not a good actor. Playing van himself. Jones. Is that movie yeah. good? Did we talk about it on the last episode? No, no you no, just asked uh, if I saw it. Oh. Which is weird because I watched the first Purge movie the, the night before. Which I love. Yeah. I'm going to watch all three. Oh. I like the other three before. a lot. This is my least favorite. It, I thought we talked about this. No. Uh, oh, it could have been great. Mm. It could have been great, and it's not. Did you see the Halloween trailer? I did. That looks good, huh? It does look good. That's the only reason I want to see it, basically, is that trailer. Yeah. Um, it looks good. Well, you, but you've seen the trailer. Yeah, but not on the big screen. Yeah, you've seen it. You're fine. <laughs> uh, but go see The Purge, Garen. I'll mean, see it. Okay. I enjoyed it, but I was... I, I don't know. Like, if, if somebody came in and went, uh, hey, power's out, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like if you've seen one Purge, you've seen well, it all. Well, they have to tell you the power's out? <laughs> on the lobby or something. I don't know. I, I recognize that it was a, fall, a flawed premise. Maybe you just thought, like, this is an artistic choice in the movie, that, yeah. like, it's just black screen for five minutes. <laughs> it wouldn't have hurt. Uh, I, that's not true. I haven't seen any purges. The other three purges, they all have an interesting, and this has a really interesting concept that they kind of abandon, mm -hmm. and then... Uh, so the other purges never go into why the purge started. This movie is the one that answers that. That is correct. Okay. That's cool. I think that that feels like one of those things that maybe is better left unexplained. 
No, but, it could have been done well, Matt. I'm telling you, it, it, just, it just missed. And plus, okay. this is, I mean, seeing the trailer only, it seemed like this movie could really make commentary as well, like in a Handmaid's Tale kind of way. Well, wasn't the last one like that, too? It was sort of like a commentary on the, the, uh, the election? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Oh, the big hiccup. <laughs> Uh, all right, one more celebrity at the. Uh, all right, so this is thing. A, and, and this is a gentle, gentleman. Is this the one that's been a guest? No, no it's it Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. Oh, Tom Arnold. <clears throat> oh, wait, so I said uh, Diane Warren, who was there, and uh, I would recognize Diane Warren, but not as Diane Warren. You wouldn't know why you recognize. Yeah, her. like why do I? I or yeah. maybe I would, but I got very excited. That was the, like I said, that was the one. Like how do how do I say how do I not bother her? But because tell her, you, look, she doesn't get bothered. No one recognizes her. Well, she was busy talking to Kathy Griffin and this other person that okay. we have not guessed yet. Oh, OK. And then I, it, she was in the, she was seen in an area like it would have been a big production. But for me you know, go. Kathy, you could have said hello to Kathy and then weaseled your way into that conversation. Kathy was bothered whenever a show, the show was not going on. She was being bothered every second. And you don't think she, I mean, she loves it. That's what I, she I'm, lives for. Yeah. Just Gloria Estefan lives for loving you. Though. I'm glad it's happening too. Yeah, there's also a part in the thing you'll you'll uh, there's a part in the show that got a standing ovation, almost got a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Some people tried, and I would have joined in mm-hmm. had more people around. Like if I wasn't blocking somebody, uh, you weren't going to be the asshole who's standing by yourself. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> but it's worthy of it. It, okay. it it's really it, it's it's ham handed. You'll mm-hmm. know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, it's ham handed. The place will erupt. Here's the most important question for me. Yeah, did Oliver like it? Oliver loved it. Okay, because we're trying to decide if Elise and I are, if we get a babysitter and go together or if I take Zoe. Zoe has zero interest. <laughs> she doesn't know one note of a Gloria Estefan song. Uh, Oliver knew Rhythm is going to get you and Conga. But if I if I tell her Oliver loved it, it's just fun music and a great story, maybe I can sell her on it. Because I don't think Elise doesn't really care. You don't care. I know, but I... I want to go for some reason. It's what happens fun. if she goes and then is immediately obsessed with Gloria Estefan music? <laughs> Great. I would no, welcome that. There's no downside to that, is there? No, she has headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reasonably certain the, the rhythm has already gotten her. So Probably. Well, so last just, night. Yeah. yeah. Got a lot of people last it night. It might come back again tonight, from what I understand. Mm, God. I think rhythm. it's coming until June, July 29th. Oh, boy. A I lot of it. rhythm. Then, we're not, then we don't have to worry about the rhythm getting us no, for a while? it'll be gone for a while. Okay. It's going to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. It's kind of like a rolling blackout. Orange County, maybe? <laughs> it, probably Orange County. Yeah, Costa Mesa area. They seem to go there next. Yeah. Sometimes they go to Phoenix next, then mm-hmm. head down to Either the... Either way, uh, a lot of people in danger. <laughs> Safety first yeah. when you're thinking about the rhythm out there, guys. All right, so this last person is a singer. This person is a singer and a male. Is it someone you're a fan of? I I I was a huge fan of his first, I'll say three albums. Then I completely completely lost interest. Solo artist Meatloaf. He wasn't a band, but that does not play into this. You would never know from that band. Okay, so we know him from a solo career. Yeah. Uh, and he was huge. And did he work with Diane Warren? Oh, yes. Okay. Is all, it, in fact, all of his hits. Is it Michael Bolton? It is. Ah. Oh, wow. It is. Yeah. Wow. The Michael Bolton. Soul Provider? He's Soul Provider. That's a great album. And his next one's great. And then, I don't care at all. <laughs> but I love him, and he seems like a nice man. And he has a good sense of humor. He looks like he's, you know, he's got that new short haircut of his, mm-hmm. which he's had for 30 years now, but... Yeah. Our twenty years. He's uh, so much more handsome with that haircut. Can we just say that? And it, but he, but he's still wearing like the same suit from <laughs> the Michael Bolton era. Yeah. And he just and but he was uh, he, again gracious to everyone that came up to him. Mm-hmm. Every they were all with the exception of Rita Moreno. And maybe I was misreading that. Mm-hmm. And Stevie Wonder because I'm not 100 percent sure it was him. <laughs> you can't mistake someone else for Stevie Wonder. Anyway, I, 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 I said I'm going to my grave. 
please do what go to my grave. speaking of theater uh right before we started i got a text message oh wait a minute i have not um this is breaking news you said yeah well it's breaking news to me you might you might know all about this already i've never unsubscribed to the text alerts from the uh the SHN theater in San Francisco. Is because, Hamilton coming back? No, no, it's not. But that's why I signed up for it because I, I wanted to buy tickets to Hamilton in San Francisco. And so I still get these texts from them every once in a while. Not enough to cancel, <laughs> but just enough to annoy me. All right, so hang on. So right, right, as we were going to air, yes. you, you got excited about this text. Very, very happy. And you said breaking news. Yeah. All right, here we go. Do we have any breaking news? We don't have any breaking news music. S-H-N. Get priority tickets now to the musical featuring the hits of and use promo code boo 4 B-O-O-H-4 at S-H-N-S-F.com. So I assume that those are all fill-it-ins that we want us to guess. Except for the promo code might give it away. The musical. Well, it's B-O-O-H. B-O-O-H the musical. Oh, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. It is the Meatloaf musical. Yes. Oh, Bat Out of Hell. Oh, Bat Out of Hell, the musical. Or Bat Out of Hell. Which yeah. our friend uh, Nug saw up in Toronto. Yeah. And I saw some clips on the internet. It looks just awful enough to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Now, well, what is it bats. about? Like, what is the story? Is it the story from the songs? Like, I, which I, isn't really a story. I don't know. It's got to be one and two combined, right? Those albums. Oh, Bad Out of Hell 1 and 2. I think it also has some other... Maybe 3. Bad Out of Hell 3. <laughs> but there's a, there's three great songs of Bad Out of Hell 3. Also, Diane Warren wrote uh, I'd Lie for You and That's the Truth from the uh, second album, from Bad Out of Hell 2. Didn't She didn't write uh, Do Anything for Love? Or I Won't Do That, whatever that song's called? Oh, no, that's Jim Steinman. Oh, right, of course. Uh, but on uh, Welcome to the Neighborhood is uh, I Would Lie to You and That's the Truth, which is basically... I would do anything for love, mm-hmm. you know, redux. I'd go see that in a heartbeat. I'd go too. Would you fly to San Francisco to see it? <laughs> it must be coming. Sounds like you point. want to. No, I have no interest, but we could book a show if we happen to be in town. <laughs> you know, you could walk up to the box office day of and get go into that show. I think you can. Yeah. yeah. That would be just ridiculous enough to do. It, Nug said he enjoyed the hell out of it, that yeah. the performers are great, the songs are the songs are great. Mm-hmm. Somebody tweeted me recently, though, that uh, they discovered singing Meatloaf songs are more fun than listening to them. Yep. And I agree with that I'm 100%. Sure. Absolutely. True. Yeah, Absolutely. That, that makes sense. Like a uh, dashboard light. If you're, I, I've done that in karaoke. It's super fun. Right. Everybody else is glazed over like, what Oh, they can't on? wait for it to be over. Oh my God, it's so long. It's the longest karaoke But if you, even if you're in your car listening to Meatloaf, yeah. it, the fun of it is singing along but if you're just like, I'm going to listen to Meatloaf and, and then just like tune out, eh. So and I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest Meatloaf fan in the world. Certainly in this room. <laughs> no, yeah, no one's good. arguing that. I had tickets to Meatloaf that my mom took and met her second husband. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they went to that concert. Did you like that guy? He was all right. No, so it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this track listing is excellent, by the way. Oh, you got, well, sh- throw it at us. Uh, act one, Love and Death and American Guitar. I don't know what that is. You know it. I mean, you don't know it. <laughs> All revved up with no place to go. All revved up with no place to go. The opening of the box. Oh, the opening of the box. Huh? Everything louder than everything else. Everything louder than everything else. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I guess it, that's it. Ain't broke. That's off testify. That's off uh, words or something. Something about what the hell? Uh, what the hell's the name of that album? Testify. What is it? Testify. Is that what you said? 
I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, if it ain't broke, fix it. If it ain't home, break it. Wait, sorry. If it ain't broke, break it. <laughs> if it ain't home, break it. <laughs> he opened the show with that one year on the tour, and it was great. Go That's ahead. a medley right there. Who needs it. the young? I don't know. Life is a lemon, and I want my money Life back. Life is a lemon, and I want my money back. You got an excerpt on that one. Out of the frying pan, into the fire Out intro. Out of the frying pan, into the fire, into the fire. So far, I'm like one for eight on no You wouldn't know any of these. Yeah. It Just Won't Quit. Oh, that's a great song. Out of the Frying Pan to the Fire full song. Bring it back. Two out of three ain't bad. You know that one. That one. Big Baby, we can all night. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. There you, go. you know, you, you, know you, you know two out of three. Yeah, no, I do. I want you. I, want I think I've, I've heard all of these. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. Now don't be sad. Don't two. be sad, because two out of three ain't bad. The prospect of hearing a good singer sing those songs is very, it's kind there of tempting. A, there was a time Meatloaf was great. Keep yeah. that. No, of course, of course. Uh, all right, next, Karen. The Invocation. Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Making Love. Wow, not a Meatloaf song. Not a Meatloaf. I'm actually, I was going to say that before, but I, I was worried you would ridicule me of like, will there be other Jim Steinman songs? It sounds like there is. That's kind and of exciting. Bad of the Hell closes out Act One. It's just act one, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but then what's left other than uh, anything for love? Like out of hell, I'll be gone when the morning comes. All right, next. In act. the land of the pig, the butcher is king. That's a great song off uh, Bed Out of Hell 3. Great song. Kevin can wait. Kevin can Kevin? wait? Kevin can wait. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's Meatloaf's most beautiful song. Most beautiful song. Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. Objects in the rearview mirror may closer than they That's a great song. Teenager in love? Yeah. For crying out loud. Great song. Off you took it. the words right out of my mouth. You took, took the, the words, words right out of my mouth. mouth. Ooh, must it must have been while you were kissing me. Before Garen finishes, what are the odds that he does the Rocky Horror song? Oh, the uh, Hootie Patootie or whatever it's called? Maybe, yeah. Was Jim Steinman involved in that? No, that was Meatloaf's hit pre- So probably not. So probably not. All right, All right next. Not allowed to love. All right, next. What part of the body, what part of my body hurts the most? I don't know that one. Dead ringer for love. Dead ringer for love. Dead ringer. Sounds like they're closing the whole thing out with anything for love. Dead ringer for love was a, uh, was a great song. Rock and roll dreams come through. That's when rock and roll dreams come through. Is that from Bad Out Hell 2? It's on Bad, I believe it might have. Yeah, I believe it. It's off Jim Steinman's solo album, uh, which was supposed to be Bad Out of Hell 2. Yeah. And Meatloaf uh, didn't like the songs. He ended up then eventually recording all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder, did they do uh, Left in the Dark? Is this in this? Nope. All right, next. It's all coming back to me now. It's, it's all, all coming, coming back, back to me. me. That's a Celine Dion song as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Wait, then, the same one? Or is it two different songs with the same name? Same song. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard the Meatloaf version then. It's a duet he does with somebody. I don't know who it is. It's all coming back to me. I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. And I would do anything for love. To hell and back. Boom, boom. All right, next. If the finale is Battle of the Hell reprise. Yeah, bring it back. Reprise. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Well, I go see that. Yeah. I go see I it. I go see that. So I don't. I went to see Gloria Estefan. You don't think <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go see that Meatloaf? Was a free ticket. No, <laughs> I was going to pay to go uh, no, this weekend uh, with yeah. a. Uh, which may have been smarter to. Uh, I love that I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Eight o'clock show is a late, you know, it, it, and we started late because it was opening night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get home till close to midnight. Jeez. And, uh, you know what happens after that? We're going to let it all hang out. Oh, that's right. After midnight. 
Uh, where's our guest, by the way? Hey, uh, can you look up if that show is coming to L.A.? It must be, right? Oh, hang on, I'm getting a text. No, that's neither. Uh, Diane Warren can make another appearance at a theater. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have the balls to talk to her this time. Maybe. Uh, Garen, why don't you go look outside? Okay. He's busy. He's busy. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> He's busy looking up. With I just want to know if this thing's coming to LA. I'm suddenly excited about it. What do we got, Garrett? It's definitely not coming to the Pantages anytime soon because no. they've already got that set up. Yeah. The, well, no, but the Pantages is also one of those places sometimes where they, do they the will do a one-off for a week and a half. Yeah. Ten oh. days. Like it's not part of their season, but just like a drop-in. But where else could it be? It, it, Amundsen's way too big for that. Well, Pantages is the same size or bigger than Amundsen, isn't it? Is that true? I think they're comparable. Something about the Amundsen. I think the Pantages might be bigger than the Amundsen. Maybe they'll like, do it in like Pasadena or something. I hate the balcony in the Amundsen. I hate it so much. I've never been up there. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really, really hate <laughs> I it. I apologize to your whole family. Where else? I guess they could actually do something like that at the Wiltern. Oh, that'd be cool. I wonder if they ever do things We're like going that. to the Wiltern on my birthday. We're going to see one of those 80s shows, my wife's son oh, and I. Fun. What's going to Detroit in November? Uh, ABC. BBD? The band. Oh, that ABC. Uh, Tony, uh, I think it's, what's his name? Tony Clark from the outfield? Okay. Uh, or as my son said on this very show, the outfielders. <laughs> uh, Bow Wow Wow, which, great. Do your I Want Candy, then Scram. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Modern English. And there's one more. Oh, nice. I forget what it is. But uh, I love ABC. I think yeah, they're, they're great. They're fantastic. They're great. And, you know, they're going to knock out the seven songs you know. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, yes, great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. DEF, yeah. baby. I have nothing on my phone. I don't I don't see any. Uh, I'm also looking. I don't see any bad out of hell musical tour dates for Los Angeles. We may have to go. We have to go up to San Fran. <laughs> well, what, do we have the dates on those? Uh, I'll click on say. the link. Huh? Didn't say in the. Uh, beep. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Last minute. One night only. Available. Ooh, one night only. One, one night, night only. only. What band? What uh, what musical is that from, guys? Oh. One night. Nothing, huh? Is it the uh, the Abba. No, good guess though. What was that? I'd go see Mamma Mia in the theater. Those are fun songs. Go here. Oh wait. So yeah, the first was the first Mamma Mia movie based on. The yeah. Movie? I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that that was a thing. So is there a there, is there a stage musical for the second one? Oh, I hope not. Oh, they have announced that Hamilton, February 2019, Hamilton's coming back to San Francisco. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Excellent. Um, you don't have to do that. December 4th to December 23rd, 2018. Is Bad Out of Hell, the musical. All right, so we got to book a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. got to book a Never Not Funny up there. And, you, and Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. That's perfect timing because we were last there in January. We booked the... Although that's... It uh, bumps into the Sketchfest. Yeah. I mean, it's right before Sketchfest, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. We're friends. We're all friends here. <laughs> it's true. It's not that far away. If you really wanted to see that, you could get on a on a cheap flight. And- yeah, but I have to justify it in my head that we're not just going to San Francisco to see me. But it's still a business expense. Because <laughs> we're going to talk, yeah. talk about it way too long here. What if you did a Denver show? It's going to Denver? It's going to Denver? Yeah, February 6th to the 17th. I mean, we've been trying to get a Denver show on the books. Uh, I think we can say that publicly. Uh, hey, speaking of which, uh, I'm glad you brought up dates. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, urgent. Yeah. We will be in San Diego. Urgent. Uh, Wednesday of next week. Yeah. Uh, the 18th. July 18th. Uh, at 5 p.m. Tickets are free. Go to uh, follow Team Coco on Twitter or go to teamcoco.com slash Team Coco House. Team Coco House, yeah. And uh, get your tickets. Uh, or... 
for a playing games live, playing games with Jimmy Pardo live, uh, 5 p.m. Yeah. Um, and as I say on the next episode you're about to hear, we could use some Never Not Funny fans in there because as of now, it's going to be just Comic-Con strangers coming in to see <laughs> right. who are these idiots. And, uh, you know, playing games is such a fun show. As is Never Not Funny, but... Um, it would be nice to have some Never Not Funny uh, support. And it's free. And it's free. And if you're going to be at Comic-Con, I mean, I know that's the day before Comic-Con officially opens, but they keep adding days and making it a longer affair. So if you happen to be in San Diego for the convention and you're not doing anything at five o'clock on Wednesday, then uh, come on over Please. to Team Coco House. They're doing It's like a pop-up stand-up club that they're doing podcast tapings and stand-up shows all week, I think. And, um, you know, obviously Conan has done his show from Comic-Con every year for the last few years. Yeah, I think this is his fourth year doing it. Yeah, and so this is part of that, which is, um, uh, I'll speak for myself, and even though I know it has nothing to do with me, honored to be uh, asked and honored to be a part of it. You have to know it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I'm glad we asked too, and we're kicking it off. We're, yeah. kick, we're, I, we're the first show at the Team Coco House. We're kicking it off. Yeah. You know, start strong, end strong. I don't know who's ending it. We walk away and we go, beat that, motherfuckers. And yeah. we drop the mics on the floor and, and then stomp them. Mark Maron walks in and beats us. <laughs> uh, I'm not suggesting Mark Maron's there. I do not know. I literally do not know any other yeah, show that's happening. I don't either. I just it doesn't that. look like it's on the site yet, so there's nothing. Is there teamcoco.com slash House? No. Wait, like that it, thing's not even live yet? Coco House. No, I did a, a search error. for something and found at least a page. I Wait, don't know if it had So is that, did I get that link wrong? Did I say it wrong? Uh-oh. Um, all right, maybe we got to take an early break anyway without our guest here. Yeah. Um, as we know, I usually like to have them walk in so they can understand the vibe of the room, what's happening. But uh, it seems that our guest, I, and I, I have no... Oh, it, I found a Reddit thing earlier. I've got no information on this either. Hmm. But it seems weird now. We're now, we're now at seven minutes late. Hmm. Did I give her the wrong time? Did I hmm. fuck something up here? No. Could I be watching soccer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, I, having read her book, she does not seem like the type of person that would hmm. be seven minutes late, without some sort of. Uh, right. Did you confirm with her? I confirmed uh, Monday. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you're good at that. You're good with the confirming. You always follow up. Uh, Eight nineteen Monday night. Still good to go for Wednesday. Yep. Great. Safe travels and see you then. Is what I said. There's a chance she lives here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Safe travels. Something across made the me think she lived back on the East Coast and that she was in town. Hmm. Uh, today is Wednesday, right? I'm not nuts. It is Wednesday. All right. Well, uh, Nell Scoville is, is, is scheduled to be our guest, and she's got the great new book, uh, Just the Funny Parts, which I read in three days. I love it. It's, wow. If you are an aspiring writer, if you are a woman, I'll say all this again when she's here. Uh, but uh, this is a great book. Great book about show business. Great book about working in it. Great book about. Uh, uh, being a lady. So I related to all of it. <laughs> or one could argue none of it. <laughs> but you still enjoyed it. That's a, That speaks highly of the book. Yeah, right. Because you're a misogynist. <laughs> I've got no comment on that. Uh, but I, I am concerned. I'm concerned. You're right to be. All right. Uh, should we do the mail then? Let's do the mail and maybe, okay. uh, maybe that'll buy us some time. And then all, we'll... right. all right, here we go. little mail. The mail. Matt sucks. Hey. What's up? What the hell? 
Uh, by the way, we were supposed to talk about our vacations today, but uh, no, that didn't happen. Doesn't at all. seem to be happening at all. No, no, very important. You guys guessed Michael Bolton, and we uh, we already recorded the players club, as you alluded to. We already recorded uh, the next players club episode. No, we'll talk about it next episode. So we we can tell you now. We did not talk about it on that one either. I'm interested to hear uh, about your vacation. And I yours. I've been avoiding actual conversation with you. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, now, this says uh, this. I got this from, I want to say, Anne in uh, Buffalo, which I just was at. And okay. uh, they had a great time. And then this is for the NNF kids. This is for the NNF oh. kids. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to cover so that Garen up. Garen and Nillian. Yeah. Hi, gang. <laughs> I'm a Players Club member and graphic designer. I made these ice cream por- passports for my kids and thought you might like them, too. For keeping track of your summer ice cream adventures. <laughs> Thank you for the years of entertainment. Anne. All right. Well, there we go. That's, uh, there's one for Charlie, one for Zoe. Oh, this is great. These are neat. Take a look at that. I love this idea. That's fun. We did have some great ice cream in Port Angeles, I don't Washington. want to hear about your vacation. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to let them open them. Uh, yeah, I should have done that, too. But I wanted to uh, take a look at. Uh, these are really cute. They're neat. There's stickers in there and such. And uh, might, might be a little young for Oliver. Might be a little young. Should I have said that out loud, do you think? That seems very... Uh... What, Oliver's too old to enjoy ice cream? You know what? He, like, you know, he, he doesn't. <laughs> really? He, he, uh, but I'll, he could also use this for um, yogurt. Oh, he he likes, likes pink berry. He likes yeah. uh, okay. menchies. Right. Likes that sort of thing. He does not like the ice cream, whereas his father could live at a Baskin-Robbins. Yeah. And I can go through all 31 flavors. And yet you're right now in the process of cutting dairy out. For two weeks. Can't have dairy for two weeks. How's that going? I'm vegan now. Shut up. <laughs> Tune in to the Players Club and for by more the way, on that. Let, let, me, let me just, I'll say this in advance. If I didn't say it enough on the next episode, if you're a vegan, live your life. I don't, I'm not really, I'm making fun of Garen. Yeah, which is what we do on the show. Right. I'm not making fun of being a vegan. Hopefully that was clear. No, we didn't make fun of Dude, Matt Donaher. you know how people... You know, how, you know, I was all in on Never Not Funny till he brought up uh, that he doesn't like vegans. We may have made fun of Matt Donner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I he, do. Uh, he, people, I, I've loved you guys for 12 years, but I, you've lost me on this. It's like, re- really? Yeah. Well, Andrew Koenig was a vegan, and uh, we poked fun at him and uh, remained friends, and it was fine. We did. He's vegan, yes, is what he said at one of our very first meals. Uh, that uh, when we went to a place called the... Uh, I forget, the, I forget what the name of it was. What is it? It's right over there. Off Vine. It's called Off Vine. Hmm. You ever go there? Uh, it's like a house. It sounds familiar. Oh, it's delicious. Where is it? It's Off Vine. <laughs> but where Off Vine? Uh, part south of, of Sunset. Just You know where that weirdo dollar Chinese food thing is? It's like near Embar? Yeah, not far from Embar, yeah. Yes, sir. I guess I haven't. I don't know. Is Embar still there? No, it's a different thing. It's a different restaurant. Which bums me out. I I like that guy, Joe. Uh, All right, Garen, again, she's a first timer. Explain that I'm probably going to yell at her the second she comes in for being tardy. That Mr. Pardo doesn't mean anything by it. Anyway, Anne, thank you so much for this. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Very nice. And and I met Anne and her family. They were all very nice people. Cool. And uh, she was wearing a Never Not Funny shirt, which I always enjoy seeing in the crowd. That's very nice. Uh, Let's just know. Let let me know who's. Spit up like an asshole. Let's me know who's out there. So we uh, we thank them mm-hmm. uh, for that. And uh, all right, well, just answer this. Did you have a nice vacation? I did. All right, great. Good how for about, you. How about you? Yep. Good times on the cruise? Very nice. Yeah, we had a nice time on the cruise. Uh, and uh, Elliot, of course, you went to Arizona. We'll talk yep. more about it. Yep, yep. 
Here we go. I don't know. I don't know what game is being played. No. Is this live? We're live now. I don't know what's going no, no, on. It, no, we're not it's live. Not live. <laughs> Sit down. We're recording, but we're. Okay. This apology better be strong. This apology as to why you are now twelve minutes late. I feel like I'm twelve years old. Better be strong. <laughs> it better be a strong apology. There's a mic right there if you want to. <laughs> Waiting patiently. Hi. Hi, Nell. Hello. Nell Scoville is here, as I just uh, mentioned uh, before. Nell arrived. That uh, She's got a great new book out called uh, Just the Funny Parts, which I breezed through in three days. Loved it. If you are in it, show it, business. It took me a little longer to write. <laughs> Although, do you know that there's that great Albert Brooks movie, The um, Comedy in the Muslim World, which I think is, is better than... You know, then we remember it. Then we remember it. And he's got that great joke about how... Um, you know, all great writers procrastinate, and Tolstoy probably put off War and Peace to the last two weeks, and then just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wrote it <laughs> really quickly. Uh, now, in your book, you mentioned you're friends with Albert Brooks. Is that uh, safe to say? You're are you friends, or you're just friendly? Uh, we're friends. Yeah, we do Passover seder's together. You do. Isn't uh -huh. that awesome? Yes, it is awesome. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's hilarious. Well, stop bragging now. No. <laughs> well, but that part we knew. We we are. I mean, this no, like last Europe. time he went off on this riff about the pyramids and how, um, as a re from a real estate perspective, they're all wrong because the most valuable real estate is at the top. So you, <laughs> you don't want just the little triangle. Ah, that's awesome. Uh, that's why they needed the Jews to <laughs> figure that stuff out. And you guys discussed that all at Seder and Passover, both of them. Yes. Now, does Richard Lewis show up to those as well? He does. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> They're friends from childhood, Richard Lewis and Albert Brooks, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Richard was kind enough once to forward me an email uh, from Albert Brooks about this very show. Wow. Well, Which, you know, Carl Reiner said Albert Brooks was the only comedy uh, prodigy that he's ever seen. Wow. And there's a famous clip of Johnny Carson asking Carl Reiner, who's the funniest person? Who makes you laugh? And he says, my son's got this friend, right. Albert, yeah. who's hilarious. I remember wow. that. I remember that yeah. uh, that uh, clip. At least I, I don't think I saw it live, of course. But yeah. uh, uh, the worldwide web is looking at my Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> my Johnny. Uh, now this is one time. Now, now I do a character oh, called God. Dirty Carson. Oh boy, might be too soon in the show for you to hear Dirty Carson. <laughs> <laughs> you can always edit. You can always edit yourself. <laughs> She's been in writers' rooms. It's right in the book. She knows uh, from film. She does. I know. She did a I'm friends joke. with Gilbert Gottfried. What could you possibly oh, wow. say that's dirtier? Nothing than what, at all. Nothing. Yeah. Are you friends with Joyce Dewitt? Because <laughs> she always seems to be getting uh, uh, no. tag teamed in Dirty Carson stories. <laughs> so, no. well, poor Joyce DeWitt. Well, one time, since you brought she Carl Reiner up. She deserves better. No, she does not. Now listen, <laughs> Carl Reiner was on, and Mel Brooks was there. He's yelling from the back, and then uh, we went to a commercial break. I turned over, and Mel and Carl were doing a tag team on Joyce DeWitt's ass. <laughs> there we go. Now, that's Dirty Carson. <laughs> Mel Brooks got involved as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, no, I thought they liked blondes more than brunettes. No, that's that's where that joke falls apart <laughs> wow. for me. How dare you? <laughs> but I, Suzanne I, I Summers. Like, I like the professionalism. Yeah, we got a we got a professional writer here to punch up your. We don't need nonsense. to punch shit up in here. This <laughs> no, is daddy show on the fly. I'm not going to tolerate Scoville coming in with their. You don't think degrees. Sally Struthers could have gotten involved? That, that's a, a good substitute for doing. You know, I kissed Sally Struthers once. I kissed her on television. Yes, it you was did. a a thrill of mine. 
Uh, well, it was. It's like you have sure. a crush on Gloria your entire yeah. life, and then yeah. uh, you're doing a show together, and, mm-hmm. and she. Except by transitivity, that means you've kissed Rob Reiner. <laughs> Great. Okay. No Great. Outside there. I'll smoosh meathead. I got no problem doing that. <laughs> and then by uh, also Carol O'Connor then, because they also would uh, father-daughter kiss on the show. So yeah. I also then, and maybe a Gene Stapleton. I can't, I've made out with the entire cast of All in the Family, <laughs> except for Daniel Brisbois. Then well, then yell. All right, Nell Scola is here. She's got a great new book. It's called uh, Just the Funny Parts. Uh, I loved it, as I said before you got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in show business, you're going to love it. If you're not in show business, you're going to love it. If you're a woman, you're going to love it. If you're not a woman, you're going to love it. Yeah. Great book. And if you're not following Nell on Twitter, you're making a huge mistake, which is where I first discovered Nell, and then she had a book yeah. as well. Well, I was going to ask you if you did. So you had never heard of me. What answer do you want? <laughs> no, the, the honest, no, it's kind of why I wrote the book, because it was... Remember, like, Kilroy was here? Yeah. Like, I, I kind of wrote it because I thought nobody knows. Like, I was lurking in the corner writing jokes. I just, again, I knew you from Twitter because after the election, you know, we discovered a bunch of new people. We all, you know, we all discovered people that were yeah. very vocal. And, oh, no, I should warn you, we're very pro-Trump in here. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we ferreted them out. We, we did some research to say, who are the enemies of our people? Right, and then I'm going to follow them on Twitter and see how they're how wrong they could be. We got to keep tabs on these um, upstarts. But yourself, like, I, 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 admittedly, I did not know who you were. And, yeah. and but I, you know, you're, uh, you're, uh, unabashed slamming of of our <laughs> dumb human being that runs this country was wonderful, and then you uh, then I uh, the book, and I was all in. Anyway, we're glad you're here. I got doxxed uh, on Whoa. Twitter. Aww. That was a drag, and they're not yeah. taking it down. Wait, recently? Yeah. Wait, what happened? It's just some some you know brave anonymous <laughs> tweeter. Uh, uh, Printed my address. Wait, what the f? Yeah, and I reported it to Twitter, and they said, "Nope, this isn't in violation." What? Anyway, that is insane. Yeah. No, I had a death threat. I le- Did a you? legit death threat on there, and I said, "You know," and they go, "Nope, doesn't violate anything." It's like, what about that? I'm going to come and find you and kill your family. Don't you find it be a threat? <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be out of context. It could be a joke. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. Well, the only thing that uh, makes me feel more safe is saying they did include my phone number, but everybody hates making phone calls these That's days. Right. <laughs> Good for you. So I'm fine. Uh, uh, all right. Nell Scovel's here. She's uh, here uh, for safety purposes. Maybe that, Is that why you were late, Nell? You got to look over your shoulder every uh, 45 feet? <laughs> I actually a... was on the phone with a lawyer for something else. <laughs> oh, that explains why we couldn't get texts as well. I'm not really upset that you're late. I'm pretending to be. All right. Nell Scovel's here. Let's take a break yep. when we come back uh we'll uh, talk more about Nell and her book and and just life and thanks general. for having me oh you're welcome thanks for coming in Nell Scoville everybody <laughs> now listen you know uh, you know I love game shows Matt yes you are a game show aficionado well thank you sir as well as a host <laughs> thank you I do the best I can uh with what I'm given now I'm given that seems like a dig at me I don't know why it wasn't. <laughs> I'm taking it very personally. No, what I meant is that I've uh, people have uh, uh, foolishly not been offering me game show hosting uh, jobs lately. Well, that's not what this is about, but uh, we should rectify that. Uh, right. So that's what I meant. Is like I, I do right. the best with what I'm given. Hmm. When I'm given one, sounds like you're saying I, I'm giving you trash. This has nothing to do with you, you idiot. <laughs> hey, but here's the point: if you ever want to test your competitive chops on a game show, you should be listening to Doctor Game Show. Yeah, it's right here on Airwolf. Call the doctor. Uh, the doctor's in. 
Joe Firestone and Mal- Man- oh boy, this is on me, man. Manolo Moreno. Manolo Moreno? Okay. Anybody happy with that? It sounds good to me. Sounds like a name. They, well, they play listener-creative games with comedian guests and live call-ins. Yeah, I love this idea. The, the listeners send in their ideas for what games are going to be played, and then the people on the show have to play them. Well, the games are hilarious, creative, and totally unpredictable, Matt. It's a show the whole family can enjoy, right? You gather up the family around the old Victrola like yep. you did in the old days. Crank it up. Crank it up and go, let's go, Johnny. It's time for Dr. Game Show. Is it a real Dr. Daddy? Do I have to get a shot? No, no, son. You have a shot at winning prizes. Hey, that's not bad. I think it, I think maybe it, uh, I've not listened to this program. Do you think maybe they've already done that joke? Maybe. If not, I don't even know if they give prizes. Dr. Doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving game shows. You're usually great at that. <laughs> you usually, I'm not kidding. You usually hit a home run and that was ball. It the, was it the cadence? Was it the lack of metric fittingness? I'm not going to lie to you, man. It was all of it. <laughs> that was you. If I had sung it, would that have helped? No. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of playing game shoes. <laughs> Well, I had to rhyme it. It is literally, you are in the batter's box and the ball is whizzing past you. Strike one. I'm waiting for my pitch. <laughs> you just you just swung. That's, you know, it's a, Wait, sometimes that, it's that about my analogy. drama. Like the drama of the moment is important to me. Well, if I just hit the first ball that comes to me out of the park, it's not exciting. All these games are family friendly. Probably a little exciting. <laughs> Making it perfect for listening to the car on a summer road trip. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> uh, some of your favorite Airwolf hosts have been calling in by surprise, like Matt Gorley, mm-hmm. right? Tawny Newsom, Michael Ian Black. These are people that have called in. Cool. Doctor Game Show also has Airwolf. Airwolf. God, blast my mouth. Airwolf hosts as studio guests, like Chris Gethard, Gilbert Gottfried, and the guys from the Hello from the Magic Tavern. If you want to be on the show, you can submit your game show ideas to doctorgameshow at gmail and then follow Dr. Game Show on Facebook and Twitter to know where you can play along live. Check out new episodes of Dr. Game Show every Wednesday, wherever you listen. Your podcasts are, Matt, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Why, now, when you printed this, why do you think that did that to I us? I don't know. Why do you it shouldn't think? have. Shouldn't have. It's very disappointing to waste that whole piece of paper. Yeah. Anyway, babe, well, let's bring it home. Boomers have to print everything. But say, Dr. Come on. We're not done. What's up? Dr. Game Show. Say it. Oh, uh, Dr. Game Show. <laughs> you can't do it. No, go ahead. Do it one more time. <laughs> Dr. Game Show. He's the one that called Dr. Game Show. He's the one to make you feel all right. Love it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program episode. Uh, boy, I guess I didn't say it earlier. 22, 20? 21. Yeah. 21. 20, 22, 21. All right. There we go. So uh, I did not say it earlier. Uh, we're so rattled by Nell's tardiness. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what to do. I, I immediately had to get in here and talk about uh, I saw Michael Bolton last night. That was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nell Scovler is our guest. We're thrilled to have Nell here. She's got a great new book. She brought it with her. Hold it up to the camera, Nell. And let everybody take a look at that thing. Uh, Just the Funny Parts by Nell Scovler. Nell has written on every show that you love, Matt Belknap. Yeah. Is that true? That's true. 
And, and Name a show that you love. You love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> of course. One of my favorites. <laughs> Letterman. You wrote on Letterman, right? I did. Um, New Heart. That was a fun show. Yes, wow. absolutely. You were, there, you, you were there for the very last uh, episode of New Heart. I was when Suzanne Plachette was there. And it, it was great to be able to sit in that set. Yeah. Because I, I watched the Bob Newhart show as a kid. Yeah. And they had the coolest marriage. And they slept in the same bed. Right. Which was rare on television. So sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and did you, uh, uh, no, I, I know these things from the book, but I will still ask questions. Uh, did you get along with Mr. Newhart? Were you friendly with Mr. Newhart? <laughs> I was so scared of the nicest man on the planet. Right. <laughs> and, um, it was my first job I, and on a sitcom. I was just a lowly story editor. And I like avoided him like he would come over to get some popcorn and I would scurry away right. from the craft services table because I just didn't know how to deal with meeting such a huge star. Because in your head, he's Bob Newhart from the Bob Newhart yeah. show and you're nobody. Why would he bother saying hello to you? That's right. And which is insane, by the way. But go ahead. I know. But it, you know what also is insane is that. Nobody else who worked on the show thought to introduce me. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> why, why did that never happen? I don't know. Although I do have a friend that works with Jimmy Fallon who's been there three years, has never said hello to Jimmy, has never met Jimmy Fallon, what? which I find to be insane. That's insane. Yeah. Like, now, the late years of Letterman were like that. Some, occasionally, someone would meet him like on their first day, and I quote him saying that this is a terrible place to work, but it will look good on your resume. Right. <laughs> the one thing he ever said to uh, that writer. Wow. And then that writer. But I did finally Go. connect with Bob Newhart, yes, and, and um, it was delightful. He's, he's the, I, I had the pleasure of meeting him when I worked at Conan. Uh, it, I, want, I wanted to meet my heroes. And so he was yeah. in his dressing room and they you know, said, hey, Jimmy Pardo is here, he wants to meet you. Uh, and then it was nobody in the room but a makeup person, Bob, and then his 18-year-old assistant, some young lady. And uh, for whatever reason, she greeted me first. And so I pretended that that was Bob Newhart. And so I just said everything I was going to say to Bob to her. And the producer from Conan was getting like a little like, Dude, that's not what are you doing? And knew I turn around, new hearts wiping tears. Like he yeah. thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and it was like Jesus Christ, just made one of my that's heroes funny. laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. he blink funny? Oh, I, I don't know. I, he does. He blinks. He can make you laugh by blinking. Oh, I see what you're saying. I yeah. thought you meant he actually blinks like funny. Weird, like no. had an eye problem. Like, <laughs> like a conjunctivitis. Like a reptile know. from the bottom up. Yeah. Oh yeah, like two, like four lids instead yeah. of two. Uh, yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, He's a master. My mother, who had recently passed away, uh, and I used to quote a uh, Bob Newhart episode. It was the I, I will not remember any of the characters' names, but he uh, one of his new patients was a player for the Cubs, and the Cub player was going through a a slump, and he just need, he needed some therapy to get out of the slump. And uh, I'm going to fuck this all up, but the point is, uh, at the end, he's in bed with Suzanne Plachet, uh, and. Uh, they're watching the Cubs, and he goes, uh, well, he seems like a sweet man, Bob. Oh, he is. He's a very sweet man. He's just going through a, and then he strikes out, you're a bum, and he goes crazy. <laughs> and my mother and I, because we died laughing, my mother and I, and so to this, well, not to this day, but to, until uh, New Year's Eve of last year. Yeah. And then uh, I said, hey, mom, well, I was at Bob Newhart, and then she died. Um, but also, how funny was Marsha Wallace on the, that show? Marsha Wallace was wonderful. She was wonderful, yes. And it's always amazed me how, like, anyone who ever says, like, women aren't funny, it's like, all I grew up 
with was funny women. Well, think uh, you know who was even you can even throw Cher into the mix if you wanted to. If you're watching TV in the 70s, that's right. The Sunniest Cher Variety Show. Well, Carol Cher, Burnett. Carol Burnett. Yeah. All of them. Vicki Lawrence. Like mm-hmm. wh- whatever asshole ever said women aren't funny should be punched in the mouth. <laughs> because again, in my childhood, those are the people I was watching. Yeah. And then you, you know you look at. Um, Gene Hagen from Singing in the Rain, right. which was my favorite movie. That's when my I was wife's a kid. favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. And um, wait, we're not married, right? <laughs> I should tell you who we are. Yes. That's how I know it's your favorite. <laughs> they remember the thing you signed that was actually a license. I'm very focused on my job. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes, it's me. I should tell you that. We have one child. Well, good. Yeah. And he's you almost... bore him. <laughs> Her. Well, I, I bore him to tears. Yes. <laughs> Fun with words. Mm hmm. Uh, but go ahead. You were saying, so yeah, what do you got? Carol Burnett, you got, uh, so women not being funny. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Maybe in the 80s. Maybe we had a little drought in the 80s. Like I remember, okay, oh, you're not. You're, <laughs> um, you're not going to like this, but like I was the one who cheered when Johnny Carson was on vacation and Joan Rivers guested for him. Why would I like that? Well, because you do such a good Carson. Well, so. you're, A, you're lying. And B, <laughs> Uh, no, I love when Joan was on. I, I also love when Gary Shandling was on. Oh, I loved, yeah. uh, you know, I even liked when like Paul Williams would show up and guest host. Uh, but I was bummed by it. You know, I, I did certainly would want to see Johnny. And uh, there's a good documentary about him. I'm sure you've seen the Paul Williams. Yeah, one. love it. I'm love still it alive. Too. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, Paul's a nice man. He's never been on this show, but uh, every time he I see be. him, says I should do your show. Good. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Why do we do that? Why do we do that? We'll uh, talk about our soberness. Sobriety, I guess, is the word they use. Uh, all right, Nels Goble is here. The book is called Just the Funny Parts. Uh, Wait, you were going to ask these guys about their I'm weekends. Gonna get, I'm getting to it all now. Right. I go around in the corner. N- name one more show that you liked. And well, I know you've worked on my absolute favorite show, The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Is, you know. I, wrote the f- I wrote an episode, the Fugu uh, episode, oh. where... You know, tasty fish, tasty fish, tasty fish, poison fish. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Who's the one guy in this room that's never seen one episode of The Simpsons? That's right. Well, if you see one, one? I would highly recommend. My son loves it. So I'm sure my son uh, uh, has. By the way, let me brag about my son for a second. My son on Twitter, I I tweeted this out. My son did a, he drew a mashup of Bojack Horseman Mm -hmm. and Kojak. Because I'm obsessed with Kojak. And so it's Bojack Horseman. And you love Bojack Horseman. I've not seen one second of Bojack Horseman. But he drew Kojak glasses and a lollipop. So cute. And, and Kojak Horseman. And I Googled it to see if anybody else had ever done that. Nobody else had ever <gasps> thought to it. Nice. So my 10-year-old son uh, did it. And uh, it's my most liked tweet of all time. Yeah. Uh, and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, That's indirectly, you helped create his. You set the, you set the table. You're nice. <laughs> Mike, I've written good jokes. I've made great observations. And also, Nobody by the way, he's your son. I know. I'm happy. I'm, I'm bragging about him. I'm, that's what I'm saying is you had something to do with that, too. That's what I was trying that's to what say. what he says. All right. Listen. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, before you got here, we were having a, a, a very nice, maybe even someone considered maybe a little too serious conversation about the 80s and growing up in the 80s. And he, in the middle of a sentence, just decided to go, cocaine. Uh <laughs> Do you, mi- do you miss it? <laughs> no, I just saw someone. So people have been talking about how Sarah Palin got duped by yes. Sasha Baron Cohen. And someone posted um, a photo of himself standing with her. And he's wearing a no snow, no show T-shirt, which is a pro cocaine T-shirt. Sure. And he said that when she asked him what his T-shirt meant, he said it was from Game of Thrones. 
Thrones. And she said, oh, I knew that. Oh, you were <laughs> <laughs> oh, Winter lovely. is coming. Oh, yeah. 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 True or false? No, when I met Sarah Palin, I lied to her face. True or false? True. Told her I voted for her. <laughs> That's the truth. I met her and I panicked. And I said, because uh, she complimented me. She told me I was hysterical. Oh. And I said, oh my God, thank you so much. I voted for you. I wish <laughs> that is to such God. a weird impulse, too. Uh, yeah. You could say you have great hair or any other thing. She said, I voted for you. That's what I said. <laughs> Which is such so idiot. Does it haunt you, though? I, well, I get a funny story out of it. Right, yeah. but, but deep down, you've feel like what did I, I think you've been in Hollywood too long you think <laughs> yeah I think that's a classic like, yeah. like great pitch great pitch you know I, right. I think they're gonna pass but great job <laughs> well now you're now you are describing my career so uh, alright let's check in with Garen Cockrell he's over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk sponsored by dogpile.com Garen has a big uh, important job interview today wait say that again but slower because I couldn't <laughs> even hear it and if they're paying you money no they're not oh okay uh, <laughs> no, no they're not at all they are right. not that's it's an absolute fiction. Yeah, Dogpile does not sponsor anything, but for some reason we thought it was hysterical that Dogpile still exists. And so <laughs> okay. we... Uh, Do you remember that search engine before Google? There was Dogpile. Oh, it's it's like a Bing wannabe. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, right, they're not even... It's Ask Jeeves and, and Dogpile well, battle it well, wasn't, up. Wasn't Dogpile like the search engine of search engines? Yeah, it searched every other search engine and gave you all of the other yeah. search engines. So results. it's a kayak. Yes. Of surgeon. Yeah. Which was not helpful. It just gave you like a mess of stuff yeah. on your screen. Did, yeah. Well, they called it Dogpile, I assume, I guess for that great, reason. But yeah, it was, it was aptly named, but I don't know why they thought that was going to be something people wanted. <laughs> well, we're lucky to have them as a spot. They are still around. There's, you can use it. I'm not going to. I go right to my. Give it a try. See if you like it. I don't want to go to <laughs> maybe it's Maybe it's right for you. Dogpile.com. Maybe it's right for you. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Uh, all right, Garen, you got a big job interview today. Yes, sir. So maybe this will be the one that gets you out of here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll miss you. You know we'll miss you. I, I know. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. I don't like that kind of sending you. You know. I was sincere. Are you comfortable saying what the job interview is, or you want to keep that on the uh, DL for now? By that, I mean the disabled. Let's list. keep it DL <laughs> until I know what happens. All right. Just to be safe. 3 p.m., though. you got a big uh, yeah. job interview, and you're wearing your... Uh, Button-down shirt, which you never see you in. Yeah, is that? Oh, is that why you got the haircut as well? The part of it. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. This was before I got the interview. All right, well, it's good. No, thank you. All right. Anything happened over the weekend? It's a little higher than it was yesterday. It's still not the. You know what my thoughts on high hair are? The higher, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I have the hair the closer to God. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, just just say the word. I will, I will give you all my secrets. I will tell you how to do it. I don't know that it would work for me. If I may, it's Dolly Parton, another person that was very funny in the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not a comedian, per se. But, but she was very... A, a very good comedic a, actress. A, a, but also a great talk show guest. She was always oh, yeah. had a funny anecdote. She was very funny. She's a good storyteller. I feel like growing up, I was drawn more to female comics anyway, for some reason. Like, I liked Elaine Boozler, and I liked... Elaine was great. He's great. Poundstone and... Yeah. Poundstone's a genius. Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. I liked all of them. Women. I, I, I've never understood. I've never understood. I married a comedian, for Christ's sake. You know where... I, where I'm married to Elaine Boozer. Where, <laughs> where it probably comes from is... You, is what, what happened to us? I'm, I'm Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> is, you know, there's, there's some male comedian who told a joke that he thought was going to be super funny, and then a woman didn't laugh who was a comedian, and, and oh, women aren't funny. That's probably where that originated, not from an idea that women actually aren't funny. It's it's a it's a male comedian whose feelings were hurt because a woman didn't laugh at his joke. Mm-hmm. You think that's why a guy in Iowa doesn't find women funny? Yeah, 
But is yeah. that really something that's been ongoing for years and years, or is that something that sort of crept into the zeitgeist? Well, when I started in, in the eighties, people told me women aren't funny. Yeah, okay. Jerry Lewis was one of right, the biggest yeah. proponents. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Right? Didn't he go? Did he go off on? He went off on Lucille Ball once. I'm sure he did. Jerry yeah. Lewis. And what no would business. that sound like? <laughs> oh, I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Oh, even <laughs> this clown, this lady. I, he did call her a clown at one. Jerry point. Lewis has no business making fun of of no. of, her, of Lucille Ball's comedy because they're in the same genre. They're the same thing. Yes. Oh my goodness. Except she's good at it. <laughs> oh, come, Jerry was good. Let's not dismiss. Jerry. I never liked him. I never liked him. But it's Me not neither. my it's not my era. So I don't. You know. Were, but Jerry you, Lewis. Did you like the Three Stooges? I do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never was like a super diehard guy, but they make me laugh, yeah. I circled back on them. I hated them until maybe 10 years ago. That's the truth. I hated them. Didn't get it. Didn't understand it. And then I was watching it with my son. I guess not 10 years. Maybe five years ago. I was watching it with yeah. my son. I was like, you know what? These are all right. There's yeah. some silly fun yeah. here. I remember because I'm friends with Penn Jillette, and Penn went through a period where he like me hadn't liked the three stooges growing up and then kind of came to them later in life mm -hmm. and we used to there's this clip where one of the stooges is running in to tell them something that but sees like the bad guy is there who he's trying to warn them about and he manages to go forward and backwards at the same time. It's it's like a magic trick. Right. Yeah. And we would just watch this over and over because it was such a beautiful piece of physical comedy. Right. I yeah. mean, and I guess maybe I didn't appreciate the geniusness of it as a kid because I literally yeah. I hated it. Yeah, I, I think I was I believed the sort of party line, I guess, at the, at the time of my childhood that they were just kind of dumb and, and not like so I didn't really give it a chance. But yeah, when I finally like I was watching because you were watching it and you or you had that box set oh, I that I borrowed. Set. Oh, maybe it was yours. And uh, I was watching with my kids and it's just like fun. Like yeah. it's it's also fun to see children reacting to like such uh, simple but pure comedy like that that you don't even you don't like my son was three at the time and he was laughing so it was, it's you great. know what it was for me i think growing up i wanted to uh i was a marx brothers fan so to me it me was too. like the marx brothers versus the three students yeah yeah and if you liked them you were you got you were a smart comic and if you liked the three students you're right. just a dumb blue collar idiot right that's how i i remember drew friedman did a great uh panel comic about uh, the wives of the Three Stooges and Eddie Gordetsky wrote the copy for it and I'll never forget one of their wives says something like you spend all day hitting uh, hitting guys you're going to bring some of that home oh Jesus <laughs> God. So yikes made you think <laughs> Larry do you know that great story from Tom Bergeron that he called up to interview the Three Stooges as a young man as a kid. As a kid. And he got through to, eventually he got through to, they called Mo. No, he called Larry. He found Larry at the retirement, the SAG uh, retirement home. And Larry got on the phone and said, uh, do you want to talk to Mo? He's like, yeah, of course I want to talk to Mo. <laughs> so he goes, here's his number. And he gave him Mo's number. And then so he calls Mo. And Mo just goes, how'd you get my number? And he goes, Larry. He goes, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. That, that Mo Howard, Larry. Uh, all right, so Gary. Did, did you like the part about Irv Brecker, who was one of the Marx Brothers yes, writers? Yes, of course I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I didn't get in was I loved hanging out with Irv because, um, you know, all his references were from the day. And so, you know, you'd say something about Sid Charisse, and he'd go, No one wanted to fuck Sid Charisse. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he was still angry about people who have been dead for decades. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, now, for uh, Matt did not read. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Uh, he was a legendary writer. Mm-hmm. And what did you work with him on? He wrote at the circus, yeah. and he wrote um, oh, the train one. I'm blanking on the name right now, and he's the only one. Um, go west, yeah. and the only person to get sole writing credit on a Marx Brothers movie. Oh, so wow. all the other ones were the team play mm-hmm. players, and at the circus has Lydia, the tattooed lady, yeah. and I, I think it's a. Uh, um, it, it, it's an underestimated movie, and he breaks the fourth wall in it um, about, you know, what's the Hayes Commission going to do about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it might That's be cool. the first time anyone did it, and it's wow. so funny. It uh, it may have been the first Marx Brothers movie I ever saw. And uh, oh. so for that reason, it was like, then I went back to, you know, Coconuts and Animal Crackers and yeah. uh, Duck Soup. Yeah. Uh, but it's, gr- it's great. But it doesn't get the credit for yeah, you, yeah. the other three get all the right. Marx Brothers the gravitas. And now we have Rufus T. Firefly running our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, did, he, did this gentleman have any great Groucho stories uh, that. Uh... Um, he did, and, and uh, he also had great Jackie Gleason stories because oh, yeah. he, um, he discovered Jackie Gleason. Wow. Uh, but anyway, he's, he's wonderful. He was great. I met him, he was 92. So we became fast friends. We didn't, we didn't have time to let a relationship develop. Right, you had to get right Yeah, in. but it, it was like, um, you know, Tuesdays with Maury, I'd go visit him every Sunday, but we'd tell each other dirty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and then he, passed, he passed away, 2008? When did he pass away? Yeah. Something along those lines. Oh. Uh, yeah, who cares? I, I mean, I care. Who yeah. Cares? Why, why bog down on it? Uh, all right, Garrett, anything else happening over there besides this is a big interview of yours? Uh, no, just doing that. You went to a Doing show this. last night as well, right? What did you go see? I went to see, it's a cabaret, it's called Authenticity and Badassery. What is that? It's like a bunch of local um, actors and singers doing a bunch of songs. And your friend, your gentleman friend, William was in it? Yeah. All right, but you're not a, you're not a couple yet, right? No. Is that safe to say? No, no. You, you would like to yet. be William's not interested. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going on. Huh. We'll see what. Well, I'm sure talking about it publicly on the radio will only yeah. help. Only, I can only. This has been help. a long, like you, you were I'm the playing one. the long game, guys. Yeah, <laughs> playing the long. That, that always works. Game. I mean, this one's really long, though. Yeah, I think you guys are just going to be friends. Does he know mm-hmm. you're interested? I think so. Pretty sure. Follow up. Does he know you're gay? <laughs> is that maybe, the, maybe is that's that the what's back? He just thinks oh, you're a dude. Did he misunderstand no. what grinder was for? <laughs> I thought I was getting a hoagie. <laughs> that's, a, that's a better no, joke I've, I've, I've that's never better. been more surprised by the utter silence I didn't know what to do with, with that with that vocalization <laughs> and that accent that's everybody. what I imagine William talks not everybody knows what a grinder is I think that was is that problem. an East is that a Northeast thing I, uh, I forget I, the first time I, I heard it was in uh, South Dakota Rapid City was where hmm. I saw grinders hmm. uh, so that's a sandwich that joke deserved more. Oh, I, you, I, you've you never heard of a, a I, hoagie vaguely, being called a grinder? I, I, huh. I've heard of hoagies. Grinder is not, uh, I'm not entirely familiar with, no. It's a, I think it's like a, I don't think I've heard of that in New England. No, you're suspiciously quiet on the grinder uh, hoagie No, I know grinders. Are you, I know from grinders. Are you Usually from New they have salad dressing they do. on them. Yes. Yeah, yeah and yeah. New Hampshire is full of grinders. Yes. So it's like meat and salad dressing? So she yeah. knew what it was <laughs> and, and chose not to laugh. <laughs> she had other issues. A professional comedy writer. She did not have a problem understanding the joke. <laughs> I, okay, the truth, I was stuck when he said, he uh, does he know you're gay? Uh, he might think you're just a dude. Well, 
That was a confusing And I was trying thing. to think, well... Meant. Don't if, be an asshole. You knew what I meant. Dudes are gay. <laughs> you knew what I meant. All right. A bro, dude, kind a, of. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Want to do your grinder joke now that she's paying attention? No. It was a great joke. It was a it great was, joke. That I'm sorry. Objectively, it was well. It was well constructed and delivered. It's none of us were ready for it. I enjoyed it. I, All right, do it again. Really, I, I, I want to know what, I, what did I say? I, it's always funny without the setup. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> just, just flat. I can't. I can't recreate it, guys. Let's just rewind and play it back. Well, I'll just sit here and listen to it. Uh, All right. So, Garen, the show. Do you enjoy the show, the cabaret? Yeah. A lot of talented people. I would imagine we're in Hollywood. A lot of talented people in this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, some say life is a cabaret. Is that something you uh, agree with? Old chum? Old chum? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. All right. You like that show? Cabaret show you like? I've never seen it. I saw the movie. It's movie's great. great. Movie's great. I haven't seen Nell, your thoughts on cabaret? I love it. All right. Nell's yeah. thoughts. I definitely think I would. What would you do? It. I think of that, that song all the time. Why? Because we're... Living in a fascist world. Oh, I disagree. Again, we support our president in here. He's doing a great job. I'm going to give him, I'll give him two, another two years. He beat all Elton John's records. We learned that. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Man. But we will learn that. Yeah, we, we will, will have He's an idiot. Uh, Brain, mouth, very important. <laughs> Don't foreshadow. <laughs> well, the, the speech is out there. People yeah. might have seen it or heard it. Oh, I just don't want him using the word organ. I just can't. <laughs> Yeah, that was an odd choice. To like not be able to pull piano, but to say organ is a very strange thing. But it's because he's a senile old idiot who doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah. And that's why I voted for him. That's why I went in there and went, that's my man. Kink. I voted in an old timey place. Yeah. We're we're going back to the 50s. You might have just been playing a slot machine. I don't know if you went to the right place. (laughs) I still won. (laughs) Still won. He's in office. Yeah. Uh,. Did you see the footage of him today at the uh, the NATO conference? Just yeah. bum, well, I, bum like around like an idiot. So, <laughs> did you see my new n- new idea, which is no. tell Trump the T in NATO stands for Trump, and maybe he'll be behind the alliance. He'll get in. Mm. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. We got to rebrand these things. <laughs> That's what you do. You have to rebrand these things. How long does it take before they start kicking us out of these things? Minutes. Uh, like, why aren't they just doing that now? Like. If, they, if he's threatening to do this kind of stuff, just be like, all right, you're out. That's know. what you want, you're out. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure they told him the conference ended tomorrow and they're going to be there through the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I get the sense that they're just humoring him and us as a, as a nation. Apparently this there's, a, there's some tension today uh, with uh, Merkel and uh, somebody from Turkey. Some tension with... Erdogan. Is that his name? Yes. No, again, I, I hear all the... I, I forget everything the second that I hear it. What? <laughs> Nelsko. Huh. Uh, all right, Elliot, how are you? Double trouble over there? Hello. Uh, oh, that's a back... That's, that's a, another foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, well... It, we recorded uh, out of order this week. Yep. So. Time yeah. travel. Uh, Just know how exciting it's going to be when people hear it. What we're oh, they're going to be thrilled. Thrilled. Uh, so in, in, the, in the interest of time travel, uh, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. That's another thing that we haven't talked about yet. Nell, have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? I have not. Me neither. I did love Deadpool 2. Yeah, I did too. Great movie. Uh, I haven't seen that one. I, I enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, there are some flaws, but I like the movie. You mean like how it's the same 20 minutes of, of story every 20 minutes? Wow. That's what was the flaw for you, maybe? Uh, I mean... <laughs> What's the face he just made? <laughs> Jesus. 
Do you own, you get money in this movie, Garrett? Why are you so against it? Well, then he, if I had money in it, wouldn't I be promoting it better? Was my premise flawed? Yes, it was. <laughs> did you did you short sell the movie? Yeah, right. Thank you. There, you there we go. Yeah, he's on. Uh, what is it? That that new uh, Hollywood, Hollywood uh, stock fantasy. Exchange. The fan, Well, there's a new oh, one, fantasy right. Hollywood something. Or what something. is this now? It's no, like it's Hollywood stupid. Stock Exchange. But you just I you, can't hate this shirt more than I do. <laughs> the one you were wearing. No, my shirt that I'm wearing uh, doesn't get a lot of use. It's usually under a sport coat. Yes. And it was a nice summer day. But you know what? That shirt doesn't get a lot of use. I'm going to wear it today. And it bunches up, and I don't like it. But it brings out the blue in your eyes. True. Let's talk more about that. Okay. <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> so does my book. Hold my oh, book. All right. <laughs> wow, everyone's yes, getting so that, wow. that pops it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, there, I, did I cover everything when I held that up like an asshole? No, no. All right. uh, I appreciate it. I bought it uh, on iBook. That's where I have it. I didn't. Uh... Oh, that's still a thing you can do? It's not? No, I just thought everyone uses like Kindle. Kindle. Yeah. No, I use iBook because it's right there on the. Uh, and the photos were in it, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But the Kindle app is on the iPad too, so you could. Yeah. I'm just saying get off that dying platform. <laughs> I'm worried about you. You're going to lose all your books. Is Kindle, uh, is that the Barnes and Noble? No, it's, no, it's Amazon. It's Nook. <laughs> okay. There's a reason why I do iBook. There's a re- there's a there's an ease. It, it literally doesn't matter. I maybe like I actually thought maybe that's a little more expensive. That was my only. Uh, didn't they get sued for price gouging? I think they all did, didn't they? Did you check your account? Maybe you have some money in there from. Oh, I do. I like I have seventy nine cents like fifty times. Wow. Something like that. Wow. They can't just add that up. I don't know. It's the same as SAG after where you get a check for four cents. <laughs> yeah. Let those gather up mm-hmm. so that's I can get a dollar. Right. You know, because by very limited residuals. Uh, All right. Anything else happen, Elliot, that we need to know about? Plumbing issues over at the... Nell, uh, Elliot is also a manager of an apartment complex in Palms, California. And we occasionally like to check in and see how... uh, (laughs) It does not have a name, but we've given it the name The Familiar. Yeah. The Uh, Familiar? Yeah. (laughs) You like that at all? Is that... uh, Sure. All right. She's on board. There you go. Uh, So there... Apparently, there's something about the uh, the water shutoff for the building that it doesn't shut off all the way anymore if a plumber wants to do some work. So now we've got to wait to get bids on that, and it's a whole thing. Okay. God. But other than that, and that's exciting, right? It turns out it wasn't. Usually <laughs> your stories lead somewhere, or at least comedically, we can find something. Well, I mean, there's more to it because there's like a, there's no. standing water pipes no. and all that. But I didn't, no. uh, that's why I stopped. Standing water pipes was your uh, Native American name for a little while. <laughs> I'm one one twentieth. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a weird. Wait, is that true? Do you know that for <laughs> no, sure from I'm, a twenty three and me or something? I'm totally kidding. Have you ever done that? Has anybody in this room done that? Am- you, you know what? Ancestry or I very self servingly gave that to my dad for Christmas, yeah. so that I could at least know half of my own heritage. Without once putting he did your it. own DNA. Yeah, I was like, this is a great gift that I get something out of. And he, I don't think he, I, he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't spit in the cup? He hasn't done the spit. Yeah. You know, the first time I did it, I spit wrong. That was the Wait, how do you spit wrong? You uh, you tell me. <laughs> and you're constantly spitting into your microphone, so it's surprising you couldn't pull that. Am I, am I spittle? Do I spit a lot? Well, you were always commenting on it. I've never noticed it. but no, that's because I'm an animal. Yeah, uh, I did it, too. You did what? Ancestry.com. What did you learn? It didn't bring back any Native American, which was interesting. But I guess they don't have that in their database or something mm, seems, that seems odd yeah that seems odd seems like something you should wait know. with ancestry that's not a dna thing that's just no dna it, oh okay. ancestry dna yeah. i've got some abiza or not abiza uh what's the spanish peninsula iberian iberia mm-hmm. iberian yeah okay which was interesting i said something by michael jackson right the yeah iberian girl iberian girl <laughs> mm-hmm. uh no have you ever done that the 23 me or the ancestry 
I have not. I'm pretty sure it would come back 99.9 Ashkenazi. <laughs> I'd be like, no shit. No shit. All right. <laughs> so you want to spend the 100 bucks to find out. Yeah. You know the answer already. You have two children? I do. And But they're grown up now, right? They're, well, they're 20 and 22. All right. So they're about two years apart. Yeah. And uh, are they still at home? Are they away at college? What do they do? You don't have to answer any of these. Just. No, I love talking about my kids. Um, they One just graduated from Reed College uh, with a degree in political science. So uh, now they're frantically taking a computer programming course, so they have a marketable <laughs> skill. Right. Sure. And um, the other, I know you bragged about your son earlier, and I was going to say this then. So the other is 20. He's a rising junior at Harvard studying integrative biology biology and he's at oxford this summer oh my goodness wow. yeah doing some studying and research wow so they're good kids they're we're well. we're fun they're fun to hang out with they they turn me on now to like james acaster have you guys watched repertoire no i don't Netflix? know what that is no he's a british comedian absolutely oh, I brilliant that. yeah that i saw that come up on my thing and i didn't know what it was you should watch it okay so good and that's like it's so much fun when they that's cool. You know, Turn yeah. on to what yeah. the, the young kids are watching. Yeah. Um, nice. And you're still married? Yes. This gentleman, uh, I wanna, let me see if I can pull it. It's not Connor. Colin. Colin. All right. Now, have you been to Penn's, had you ever been to Pendulette's house? Because Colin's an architect and he designed the Slammer in Vegas. I thought uh, maybe you. I have never been there. I've oh, met okay. Pendulette a total of two times in my life. Uh, one was after I, uh, I, I bombed miserably on his uh, Penn and Teller Sin City Spectacular at the uh, show they had on Oh, FX. I remember that. Sure. Uh, I could not I could not have bombed worse. The audience hated me. Like, I've never been hated in my career. Wow. Um, and as soon as I was done, all I heard was, which was Penn <laughs> loping over to me to tell me that I was a genius and fuck them. Oh, and oh that's like, nice. Oh, good. I'm now going to only half sob back in my hotel room. Because <laughs> um, I thought it was... It was what if Teller had said the same thing? Would that have gotten you to full? I wouldn't have been interested. I would have said, you know, mind your business. You sent back. You wouldn't like to hear him talk just once? I've spoken to Teller once. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, in real life, he did, you can't get him to stop talking. What? Oh, my God. I've like fallen this, for the like oldest trick in the book. You have. And you know Tommy Smothers is a smart one. Oh, my God. Right? You know. It's always I don't like clip. I don't like seeing behind the curtain this much. No, this is horrible. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I'm glad you brought up Tommy Smothers for this reason. You have an entire thing in your book about a guy. Matt, we play guessing games on this show now for, for reasons that nobody understands. Uh, there is, Nell has a story in her book about a guy who comes up on our show Way too often. Okay. Um, you never know who he is. You don't know why he was ever successful. You don't know why he was ever considered uh, entertaining. Was it a, is uh, it a? Nell had relations with this gentleman. Nell, don't give it away who it is. Wait, wait. Is it a comedian? Well, I had forced relations. Yes. <laughs> it's my oh, me no. too I wanted, story. <laughs> I know. Why did you? All right. So you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so this is a, a, is it an enter, like a singer? Sure. Uh, yes. Who but, also then was the head writer on a, on a comedy show. For reasons, even in your book, I don't know. I don't, why was he hired to be the head writer of something? Comedically based. Well, he never, I mean, that was his last credit. And I think, uh, because he had some music cred. I don't know. He had a huge hit and it comes up on this show. I love like, that song too. And now I had to have to hate it. Right. And yeah. I, I now hate it. Oh, good. Based on your book. Good. It's, not the, it's not the spiders and stuff. Yes! It is. Oh, no. Yes. Look at all the climate. 
What's his name? Uh, I won't say don't it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't give him the, 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 right. the pleasure. Well, there you go. God, that is crazy. It yeah. is. Uh, and, and repeating, forced relation. Oh, I have, I so have, my point is, I really okay. don't like spiders and snakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel so much better about, I literally have locked my brain off to learning this guy's name because Jimmy, why does it come up so much? I don't know why, but like. I think when somebody says, I don't like blah, 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 that makes me think of, yeah, you I don't jump like spiders and snakes. Right. And then I go, of course. That, you know, it's written by the Bellamy brothers. I'm sure Not Jimmy's brought him. that up before. <laughs> we've gone, we've gone very deep on this song. So, yeah, I, I, that sounds familiar. The Bellamy Brothers sounds familiar. Um, the great line in the book is uh, that I, uh, she expects to never run into him because she'll never go to Branson. <laughs> Just a nice subtle fuck you. You, that's what you've chosen. Go hang out with Tony Orlando. Those are my words. Is her. this guy still alive? Tony Orlando's probably nice. Yeah, he's got the. He there's a. He's got his own uh, theater in Branson. Oh, wow. He probably sells out every night to those mm -hmm. Billies. He probably does. Right? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. That was a, as a kid, you, that song was, it was, it, you yeah. loved it. It's a fun, dumb, like Ray Stevens type song. Uh, you remember Ray Stevens did The Streak? Yeah. Again, I have locked my brain off. <laughs> Don't want to know anything related to this. All right. In the, uh, in anyway, he, I couldn't believe when he came up with this book, I'm like, you got to be shitting that me. That is crazy. That and is then crazy. he turns out to be the villain. He's the villain. Right. He's an a hole. Yeah. <laughs> he is. That's funny. You didn't like him at all, uh, even prior to that. No. No, he, he was this good old boy, and he would, um, you know, Tommy Smothers, who was wonderful to me and a real mentor, would tell the, it was only five of us, the writers, like, go home this weekend and come up with some cold open ideas. And, you know, I was such a good student, I would come in on Monday with my 10 ideas and I, I would go to the head writer, you know, can I pitch these to you? And go, oh, the boys and I got together around the pool this weekend and we worked it out. So, you know, when you're not allowed to participate, right. <laughs> you can't succeed. Yeah, but yeah. you ended up succeeding uh, more than Jim Stafford, one could, one could argue. Yes, and you just said his name. No, Damn that's fine. <laughs> no, everybody who knows a song knows his name. Um, no, but it, it's uh, it, that was his last credit and, and uh, maybe my third out mm -hmm. of 50. <laughs> uh, what was your, your first was what again? The... Uh, well, they, I sold this this script to Gary Shandling. That's right. To it's Gary Shandling's show, yes. which was um, my favorite show on the air at the time. So and, great. And I got to meet Gary. We played ping pong together. Right. He told me I wrote like a guy. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I always thought, you know, I still, even back then, it, it, it was that perception that women wrote soft jokes. Right, like Rita Rudner, right. like or or self-deprecating, or you know, you didn't write a hard joke that would make you laugh. Mm -hmm. And I was writing jokes like um, Gary's in the kitchen, and uh, someone comes in and says, uh, "Did you do you need an extra set of hands?" And he says, "That would double my sex life." Yeah. <laughs> so. I wrote dick jokes, yeah. is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then made a career of it, and then went, uh, wrote, I did. About, wrote about a witch. Uh, <laughs> she created Sabrina, the teenage witch. It's crazy. And I just uh, did Caroline, uh, Caroline Ray show I on GSN. I love her with we, all my heart. She is funny in her bones. That, what did I say? You said the exact same thing? Yeah. That, that's a phrase that I use now, because uh, some, some comics are great comics, but they're not funny in real life at all, and yeah. then other people... Richard Lewis, Paul Reiser, Elaine Boozler, yeah. uh, Caroline Albert. Funny in the Bone. Yeah. If you bring his name up one more time, <laughs> as if you're throwing it in our face. 
He refuses to come and do this show now. Refuses to. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> no. I know. Right. Trust me. Richard Lewis is, uh, let me know. He loves you. He's got no interest in doing your show. Well, okay. <laughs> I can go to my grave knowing that part. I'll, I'll you're stop. you're old enough to know if someone a generation or two behind you wants you to do something that you're like i don't even know what that is you know what it feels like to be like i have no interest so you can't be mad at someone else i'm not mad same. at Albert brooks again I, I, I hear the first part of that sentence yeah i'm just saying like you've been that guy you've been on the other side of that but yeah. you're you're very gracious i don't use scooters <laughs> you know what, saying? what i am very gracious not like that Albert Brooks. <laughs> You're not successful enough to be like to say no to everything yet. One day. One day. All right. Matt, you're fine? I'm good. All right. Nels Scoville's here. Uh, we have to already take a second break. Yeah, we do. Yep. Oh, now we've got to take a second. Are you okay on time? You doing all right? Yeah, this is fun. All right, good. All right. So okay. uh, we'll be back. Hey. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Nell Scoville's on Twitter at Nell Sco, N-E-L-L-S-C-O. And according to Jimmy, it's good stuff. I'm going to check it out myself uh, as soon as possible. I also am as soon as possible going to read her book, Just the Funny Parts, which we've been talking about a lot. Um, please read that wherever you find books, uh, digitally or physically. Uh, it's uh, Again, Jimmy tells me it's a great read, and um, so did uh, Bette Midler. So I'm going to take both of their words for it. Uh, check out Nell Scoville everywhere. Jimmy Pardo is going to be doing standing up comedy. Let's see. Uh, boy, oh boy. I made a mess of these notes, guys. Uh, let's start here. Um, he's doing uh, September 4th, 5th, and 6th, the Howie Mandel Comedy Club at the Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And then uh, September 8th, the same weekend, Del Lago Casino in Waterloo, New York. Uh, check him out there with our friend Matt Donahue, I believe. Uh, more uh, immediately though he's going to be next week he's going to be doing uh, stand up telling a story and singing a song at a show called Guilty Treasures at three clubs here in Hollywood uh, July 17th that's a Tuesday night check them out in Hollywood and then we are doing a live playing games at the Team Coco House at Comic Con in San Diego on the 18th that is a 5pm show but tickets are free go to teamcoco.com for more information on how to get your free tickets to our 5pm July 18th show at the Team Coco House in San Diego. Hope you can make it. Uh, we'd love to see some fans in the house there. Meanwhile, Never Not Funny is doing a short, quick, but very uh, fun um, East Coast swing in October. October 25th, we are at the Middle East in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Never Not Funny Live, of course, uh, there. And then the next night, D.C., Washington, D.C., the Draft House. Uh, that's uh, Friday the 26th. And then the 27th, matinee show at Virginia Beach's Zyder's American Dream Theater. Uh, that's a Never Not Funny again. And then Jimmy's doing stand-up that night on the 27th. And you can get a package deal if you want to go to the matinee podcast and the Jimmy stand-up on the 27th evening. Combo deals available. The tickets are not on sale until the 24th, I believe, of J uh, July. But all of our tickets, uh, dates and deets can be found at NeverNotFunny.com. Click the tour link. For Jimmy's stuff, go to JimmyPardo.com. Click his tour link. Oh, I'm sorry. More the most immediately. Yeah, that's what I was. I knew I was forgetting something. Helium in Portland is uh, the 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 next road date for Jimmy. Uh, that is August 16th, 17th, and 18th. Also with Matt Donahue, right? So uh, check that out. Again, jimmypardo.com for all the links to get tickets to any of these shows. But definitely check it out. Helium in Portland, Oregon on the 16th, 17th, and 18th of August. And finally, want to mention a friend of Jimmy's and Kathy Ladman's uh, named Carrie Snow is uh, 
raising money for uh, some unforeseen uh, medical expenses that she has, please go to GoFundMe.com slash Carrie Snow, C-A-R-R-I-E-S-N-O-W, if you'd like to help her out. And uh, we'd very much appreciate that. Thank you so much. Back to the show. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, I the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here guy to guy. talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify 
Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, you want an easy way to save some money, Matt? Yes, I do. Well, you can lower the interest rate on your credit card debt with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. That sounds like a lot of words, but they sound like good words. Well, Lightstream rewards customers who have good credit with a great interest rate and no fees. Wow. A fee-less credit line. Hmm. Get a credit card consolidation loan from 5.89% uh, APR with auto pay. Wow, cool. Loans from five thousand to one hundred thousand. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollar loan. <laughs> Great. What are you gonna use it for? It's none of your business what I use it for. What if I give it all away to charity? That, that's not uh, what loans are for. No, because then I can write it off. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a scheme that you shouldn't be admitting to but, publicly. But, well, also it seems like a scheme that I end up losing somehow. Yeah, it's the dumbest oh. scheme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the dumbest of dumb schemes. All schemes are dumb. I think at the end of the day. Mm. Well, if what, you get caught. What's not dumb? is using Lightstream. Right. Choose your funding date as soon as today. Wow. 5.89% APR with AutoPay is what I mentioned. My listeners, why did I take my glasses off? <laughs> I don't know. My listeners, I'm always weirded out when they have that in the copy when it says my listeners, and I usually am quick enough to change it to never not funny listeners is what I will change, uh, or I'll say our listeners. They're also your listeners. Yeah, but uh, we're a show. Uh, our listeners get an additional interest rate discount. Oh, cool. On top of Lightstream's already low rates, the only way to get this discount, listen up, Matt. I'm listening. Go to lightstream.com. That is L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash Pardo. Lightstream.com slash Pardo. P-A-R-D-O. Standard spelling. Subject to credit approval, of course. Rate includes a, uh, this, you know, we did do this ad once before because I forgot how to say this. 0.50% auto pay discount. Yeah. All right. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are, I'm not good when it comes to this, which is why I was not in good financial shape at one point. Yeah, that's life. why you needed something like Lightstream. This didn't exist back in the day. If only. Rate, uh, terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. So go to, uh, you could visit lightstream.com for more information. But to take advantage of that, uh, to get that additional interest rate discount, go to lightstream.com slash pardo. Lightstream. A better way to consolidate. I'm going to tell you something. I just bought some new Harry's product, Matt. Oh, yeah? I got the uh, the shower gel or whatever it's called. The shower mm. wash, the bath wash. Body wash? Body wash, thank you. Couldn't think of the word. Body washing, body washing. Yep. Yep. They got three different flavors. Okay. Probably not called flavors. <laughs> three different scents. Yeah. Uh, I forget which one I got. I got the, uh, I think the mint, like a mint foresty thing. Oh, love it. Love it. That's great. I love it. I put Wakes it on my up. loofah. Yeah. And I uh, move that around my body. Soap it up. Gets rid of some dead skin cells. Sure. And then I walk out smelling like a goddamn forest. <laughs> Probably got birds perching on your shoulder. Well, why do birds sing? Or suddenly appear. Even. Now, listen. Uh, Harry's also does a great job if you want to use their uh, shave gel. They've got a great handle design. Mm -hmm. The scent of the uh, aftershave I enjoy. Now, listen. Harry's is the way to go. Sure. I know you, And I know you can see Harry's out and about now. F that noise. No. This is the best way to get here. Get it right to your door. Don't, right. Don't waste time. Don't waste. even waste time in the aisle. Yeah, why bother? I, well, I'm already at Target. I don't give a damn. 
No, it's you don't. I don't. Now you don't have to walk down that aisle. I mean, listen to what you get uh, if you use our code. Oh. We get $5 off a shave set from Harry's with code Pardo. Yeah. Go to Harry's.com. Does Target do that? No, they don't. So fuck them. Hey, language. They're not going to, Harry's not going to like that. Well. Uh, this means you can get a trial set. Now that comes, the trial set comes with a five blade razor, mm-hmm. weighted handle, foaming shave gel, travel cover. With that discount, that comes to three bucks plus free shipping. It's three bucks out the door for what I just described. If you went to that aisle with the uh, the travel the size samples, yeah, right. you're going to pay more than that. Yeah, absolutely. You're stupid not to you're do paying this. more for less if, if you're if you're going to the, the you're aisles. stupid not to do this. Go to Harry's.com. Use the code Pardo. There are millions of guys that have already switched. Go to Harry's.com today. Including my brother-in-law. I was just on vacation. My brother-in-law was using Harry's. And I was like, good for you. Is that right? My father, too. I said, here's the code. Use it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Somebody just texted me and said, hey, I want to get uh, Harry's. Uh, What's your code over there? I told them. Pardo. Boom. In fact, that's a a good guess on any of this. Use code. Oh, Also, all right. Yeah. Use the code Pardo at checkout to claim your offer. Five bucks off a shave set. But maybe you don't want the the sample. Maybe you want to go with the higher end thing. You still get five bucks off. Uh, Harry's a better way to shave. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode twenty-two twenty-one. I've been told uh, Nell Scovell is here. The name of the outfit, uh, name of the book. <laughs> Just Some people parts. call books outfits. I call them outfits because then you—it's like your brain is wearing it. And I call read. outfits books. I'm kooky. <laughs> okay, I'm fun, aren't I? <laughs> I love the books at the Oscar red carpet. Oh, <laughs> remember when Joan used to talk about all the books? Uh. <laughs> Joan, you—you you didn't know the next day. You didn't know what Joan was going to say about the books. Yeah. What author are you wearing? <laughs> they would say. Good for you. That, you know what? That saves you from Grinder. <laughs> but I thought it would. Yeah, Grinder was a good joke. Uh, also, MS, uh, MST3K. Uh, oh, yeah. I wrote on that. In, uh, well, Joel and I wrote a bunch of projects together. Yes, you together. did. Cool. Yeah. That's one of your son's favorite shows. Yes. My son loves that program. We just watched Mitchell again for the 49,000th time at our house. <laughs> My son loves it. Loves it. His favorite part. <laughs> it's so me, which is why Oliver loves it. Is They're walking past Mitch- Mitchell's in a car, and somebody goes, hey, Mitchell. And then the guy's just going, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver quotes that constantly. Somebody goes, hello, mind your business. <laughs> and it, it's, it's so me yeah. that I, you know, mind your business, uh, that it's like I'm jealous that he's his favorite thing is something I would have said, yeah. but I didn't say it. Yeah. And but part of the genius of Joel is he's such a sweet man. Yeah. And he genuinely loves those movies that that show could have been so snarky right. and mean. But it's like, I'm not even sure how you define mind your business or, right. you know, Joel saying, where is the love? You know, yeah, <laughs> all those it's I agree with that. It could yeah, have just been three dickheads. Yeah. And that's not interesting. Like watching people tear down already bad movies is like boring. But the, yeah, the fact that there is love <laughs> somewhere in there, it makes it kind of compelling. It's, yeah. It's really and you wrote on the new one with Jonah. Yes. Right. Which yeah. uh, there, there, there's more jokes in those than in anything in the history of comedy. I mean, it's just joke, 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 joke. Well, part of that is technology caught up. So when you get your movies, they now have software. So you watch the movie and then you pause it where you want to put your joke and you Mm -hmm. type it in. So it's, I think it's a lot more efficient. Um, So like I, you, I turned in like 500 jokes for one movie and I was one of 10 people turning in jokes. Right. 
Boy, oh boy, yeah. They didn't use my Hamilton joke. That made me sad. What's your Hamilton joke? And for what <laughs> no. episode? It was for Carnival. And it's just a guy going up to buy his ticket for a Carnival. <laughs> it was like, you know, any tickets tonight for Hamilton? Yeah. I know, it was just... <laughs> Love it. And they didn't use it. No. I, you know who I blame? Jonah. Mm. <laughs> Jonah hates Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, just the funny part. All right. So uh, now, now you and your family, you, you got houses on both uh, coasts, you say. Yes. Is that safe to say? That is safe to say. But again, because this is all on Twitter already, we can just get right down to it. <laughs> Give us the zip codes. <laughs> no. Uh, um, so, you know, I still work in TV, but I also I guess I'm an author now. So right. Um, there's that's mostly done on the East Coast. Mm. Uh, our son is at school on the East Coast, right. so that's a good reason to annoy him and hover. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come back here, though, you have a home. Yeah. Where, do you, where do you spend most of your time? Oh, we're, this is all new because we're empty nesters, and we mm. realize like, oh, we don't have to be in one place because the kids are in, in high school. So we like we have friends on both coasts, and we kind of jump between them yeah it's lovely and you've been married what 20 something years yeah let's see rudy is 22 23 24 24 yeah. years to this colin very handsome mm-hmm. although there's no current photographs of him in the book i noticed that <laughs> did he not age well what are you implying is there a like lawnmower I'm accident something's going something's going on with colin he was uh, <laughs> shockingly handsome and the photos just dry up did i tell you i i included photos of him because in these memoirs of dudes they're always like here's my hot wife right <laughs> and i was uh, like yeah my husband's hot <laughs> he is hot he, he's all right, gonna, i got now i gotta see <laughs> uh, he's in here somewhere I'd, uh, take a look at the, here i can find it quick okay. the uh that's me at 11. <laughs> <laughs> no don't wait for me to do it no, keep talking to. i'm looking at my out- <laughs> while i'm nope. going through the outfit go ahead <laughs> <laughs> She told you to keep going. I'm not going to so, keep going. I'm, I'm panicked now. So a bookcase would be Why? a closet then in this. A scene. bookcase would be a closet. Yes, Elliot. Very good. Very good. Anything else? We could we could take your book to the dry cleaners. I don't know if that's something you'd do. I don't think it is. No. Right. I hear what you're saying. That though. would just severely damage the pages. Well, first I want to show you that's that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's Joel messing around with my with my youngest uh, son, eldest son, Rudy. <laughs> that's adorable. Back in the day, crazy Uncle Joe. Joel. I always say Joel hates when I say this because he's. Um, you know, he's from the Midwest. It's it's the Sabrina chapter. Oh, there he is. Um, but I always say about Joel that I love him more than any girl should love a guy she's not fucking. Yeah. And he always goes, Nell, don't say that. <laughs> you really shouldn't. That's not right. <laughs> he's, he's wrong. Say it. I believe it. I'm on board with you. See, he's very your, handsome. Your husband looks like he's 16 years I old. I know, that's picture. Like, right? It's crazy. <laughs> he's like a, he looks like a junior tennis star or something. <laughs> right? That's very handsome. Column. Apparently, they get along. They're, they're gallivanting all over the country. Yeah, yeah. right. They're going to go to London and visit the uh, visit the kid. Are you going to go over and visit? We were there. We dropped him off, and we had a really fun five days, running around looking at the Rosetta Stone, the Elgin Marbles. Did you also uh, did you do that uh, that Ferris wheel thing? No. Well, don't act like you don't go to London. Go to London. I went to London for the Ferris wheel. That thing looks <laughs> fascinating. What, what are they? Does it doesn't have a special is, name. It's even? humongous. Isn't it's the, it? Is it the eye? The eye. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the, 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 it looks fascinating to me. But you. Do have, you like Ferris wheels? 
What do you? Yeah, you've been talking about Ferris wheels. Were you Byron Allen? Yeah, it's <laughs> a very Byron Allen question. I don't know if I've ever asked you that because uh, they're kind of terrifying. I I don't think I can go on one today for if you'd have to pay me, and I don't yeah. even know what that figure would be to okay. get me on a Ferris wheel. Really? You, you know my opinion of Ferris wheels from I, I, from from when Garen uh, was gracious enough to have us go with him to Disneyland. Oh yeah, that was refresh our memory. Horrifying. <laughs> You guys went on the Ferris wheel where the car swings around within the frame yeah. of yes. the thing. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Rough. What about, uh, roller coasters? Oh, I love them. What about so, you? no f- for Ferris wheels, yes for roller coasters. Uh, roller coaster keeps moving. Yeah. The Ferris wheel, like if you're stuck at the top while they're unloading at the bottom, that scares the hell out of me. It is I also like- think, by, by the way, as a kid, I loved them. I think mm-hmm. this is a new right, right. Uh, phobia. Yeah, new I, fear. I feel like. The older I've gotten, the more heights are kind of like I never had a problem with heights, but uh, suddenly it's like, whoa, whoa. Like we just went up, to, we were in Seattle and we brought the kids to the Space Needle. And that elevator is a very fast elevator. And it was a little like, oh, oh okay. Uh, like I don't know why. Like I never would have thought of that being a problem before, but it was a little. Um, You've been in elevators before, or was this your first time? It's <laughs> <laughs> my first. You're always a, you're a stairs guy. I love the stairs. I like the exercise. Sure. I like the Works the quads and the, uh, yeah. the calves. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I have a thought about this. About Ferris wheels? Yeah. I, I wonder if Ferris wheels are, like the people who run Ferris wheels are tired of people sort of making fun of the, oh, Ferris wheel. That's that's a, nobody wants to go on that ride. It's roller coasters. That's where it's at. They're exciting. It's, it's It feels dangerous. So the Ferris wheel people are like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to make these things scary. Maybe. So how? Do, but how do you? It is what it is. I mean, what? Well, because well, they hold what, you up on top. Like they well, do that. They, they, or yeah, they put you. Or they're loading other people. Or they speed that elevator up so yeah, that you get, get your maybe. your blood pumping to, yeah, the top. That Disneyland Ferris wheel was horrifying. I've never done the. Really I've done the stationary charts on that one, but yeah, I've never done well, the swinging. It's. One. I, I, I did. I, I may have shrieked. There may have been shrieking happening. Yeah, you, I think you shrieked. I panicked. I know for sure. I was swearing. There's no way I wasn't. Because that that ride, all that ride is, is what if a Ferris wheel broke? Like that was the premise <laughs> of it. Exactly. They're like you're in the car, and then the car starts falling off of the wheel. Yeah, basically. and, and it does oh, that for twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah, twenty minutes. It was it was a long it was a, time because you have to, like again forever. you have to wait yeah. for every they load each car and you go up and it's right. And, and I don't yeah. think we ever actually made a full. We went all the way around once without doing that. I see. Like it was just, it was, it was just, it was like the. <laughs> you got to the top and then you got off. <laughs> it was like the line ride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just get on, you load in, then you load out. Sounds like rawhide, huh? <laughs> 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 what now? Yours again? Especially quiet on Ferris wheels. Your thoughts? I, if I were a lawyer, I'd hang out at the bottom, and when people got <laughs> off, be like, "Do you have a will?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Pick up a few clients. Yeah. <laughs> but you, 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 Very nice. You don't go No, on. I don't. It, you know, someone uh, called them gravity-based entertainment. <laughs> you know, it's I, I used to, when I worked on Warehouse 13 for three seasons, which is such a good show. Great I don't know show. if you watched it. I did. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah um, that's right up your alley. Yep. And we were on the Universal lot, and we would go on the, we would sneak in and go on the mummy ride. Mm-hmm all the time and we would always set up each other because at the end he says and now your soul is mine (laughs) and we knew it was coming so the idea was you would always go you know whatever you do don't lose your soul (laughs) 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 that's the ride where you get to that part and then it shoots you backwards right yeah Yeah, that's a good ride you like that yeah is it still there 
It's short. They, they updated it, but I don't know what that means. I think they, I think they expected that Tom Cruise movie to be successful, so they like maybe just cosmetically fix mm-hmm. it up. I think it's the same. Ride, What's the though. Minions? Is that uh, that's just something brand new? That's a couple years old now. That's one of those ones where it's just you're watching a 3D movie and your chair moves around. Oh, pass, hard pass. So did that replace The Simpsons or is The Simpsons still no, there? No, The Simpsons is still there yeah. too, yeah. The Simpsons replaced Back to the Future though, yeah. which I liked, so that's a bummer. And E.T., remember E.T.? Oh, e. It smelled so good yes. in there. I'm sure it was like toxic. but <laughs> Yeah, no, there was like a fake pine tree smell. Yeah. It didn't smell like pine trees, but I think it was supposed to. But it was it was magical in its own way. <laughs> and you would give them your name and at the yes. end, E.T. would say... Would very robotically you know. tell you. Yeah, yeah, that must have been great. <laughs> you never got to go on it? Oh, I went on it. What's, oh, what's your what they say, Garen? E.T. can't say Garen. I'm uh, pretty sure he just said friend. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. like, that oh. was the default. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of Well, it's hey, also in case you were like, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, friend. When I was a kid that Universal, they would have things like you could sit in the car from Knight Rider and there was a real person somewhere in a room <laughs> some a mile away probably that you would talk you would you were talking to a real person though you'd get in he's like hi and they would do a bad impression of uh, what was that actor's name the guy from uh, St. Elsewhere who did kids it's not, voice it's not John it's John Carlin no Howie no. Mandel no what no. Sure oh he was on older, it's not John Carlin well, maybe you're right. So. That, that anyway, sound right, but so you would well, be talking. Well, there's no way to find out. No, yeah, you know, that's too bad. You know what? Let's text Bill Brady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the voice of Kit. Yeah, I'm that positive. was William. Uh, William Forsythe. It was the guy. The from guy from Boy Meets, Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah. The professor. Right. Oh, that's, Bill Daniels. Daniels. William Daniels. Yeah, William Daniels. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I call him Bill. Apparently, <laughs> good friends. Couldn't... Never met the man in my life. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bill Daniels. He's, he doesn't even go by that. But, oh like, man, I just remembered when I was on Newhart. With talking to Peter Scolari, mm. and I mentioned I love this movie, Million Dollar Legs, which is a W.C. Fields movie. It's so funny. And, he, and Peter goes, well, the thing about Bill Fields. Oh, <laughs> what wow. the what? Like, I've never heard anyone call W.C. Fields Bill Ever. Fields. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, you know, you know, Jimmy Woods on the set was always a great guy, but nobody calls him Bill Fields. <laughs> I know. Do you love that? Like those tiny moments that you remember thirty years yes. later that just lodge in your brain. Why do <laughs> they great. though? Like why? Because that is a very f- weird thing to say <laughs> to act like you're close with W. C. Fields is very strange. Do you know him? I don't know. <laughs> just call. I think we're you know we're all comedy folk. Yeah. By the way, make no mistake. I will now call him Bill Fields oh, for yeah. the rest <laughs> of my life. But you should watch Million Dollar Legs. You it's know, crazy. Conan funny. O'Brien doesn't shut the f up yeah. about W. C. Fields. Oh really? That's I true. didn't even know that. And That's I'm his favorite. Not, yeah. I can't. I try. And it's just, just, just this one million dollar legs. All right. All right. Ask Conan if he's uh, next time you see him. Ask him if, or just text him. You ever called W. C. Fields Bill? <laughs> I'd be <right>. curious. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> this is the most asshole thing I've ever done. Tell him you're t- tell him you're here with me. Okay. And I say hi. Okay, hang on. I'm here <laughs> with Nell. Okay, apparently we apparently we couldn't wait. Uh, we couldn't you, you keep talking. So, oh, so, so, we so keep a book talking? bag is a, is a suitcase? Is oh. that? Uh, oh, oh boy, you're just please you let that go. <laughs> Spitballing over there, you idiot. <laughs> Have you guys seen the woman in red? The actual movie? Yeah. You mean the Gene, Gene Wilder? Wilder movie? Yeah. It's been a while. Is it good? No. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Snooze. I, watch it. I would say I'm a Gene Wilder fan. What do you mean? I, you, uh, you bought it on Blu-ray? Yeah, because they had a huge sale at Kino, and it was like six bucks. I was like, oh. Mm. Right. Are, you, are, are you a Wilder completionist? I 
Yeah, I guess. I love Gene Wilder. All right, well then. You know, it, you it, have to have it. what was the movie that came out right before that of his, in uh, in his career, which was he was wonderful in, and then like Lady Re- Woman or? in Red has one really funny when he irons his hair and he shows up for the meeting with the hair <laughs> and he's pretending like it's not like it's just normal. Mm-hmm. That and it's Gene Wilder at his best, you know, physically. And he, it, but the rest of it is just. Uh, it's, it's kind of a serious movie, right? Is that from the early 80s? Yeah, he's having, he's having, I think he has an affair with the woman in red, or at least right. he wants to. Right. Right? right uh, woman's name. I get it confused with the tall blonde man with one black shoe. You can't, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I think they came out around the same time, and what about I don't the in my brain, they're com- What about the man with one red shoe? Is that going <laughs> come into play? What this? about the computer or tennis shoes? We could do this all day long. Anything <laughs> to stop him from his goddamn book clothing riff. Yes. Uh, Hanky Panky was the one right before it. What was? Hanky Panky. I don't remember that one. Was that the one that was funny? Or do, Are you Stir Crazy see was no before evil, that? Hear No Evil? Stir Crazy was... No, that's horrible. That was after. That's horrible. Haunted Honeymoon was right after. And that's okay. I love that one. Well, that killed the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> see No Evil, Hear, Hear No Evil might have been the first Gene Wilder movie I saw in the theater. And it might explain why I'm not the biggest fan. <laughs> it's, well, it's also Richard Pryor, right? Yeah, it, it's it, him and Pryor. It's just not... It, they tried to capture the stir-crazy... Right. Uh, uh, Magic. Magic. And, they, and Silver Streak. Which, by the way, if you watch that now... It doesn't hold up. At all, brother. No. I went and saw Rhinoceros, just based on Gene, Gene Wilder being in it. Knowing zero about it, it's oh him and, and what's that other guy's name? Mo, most Omar Sharif. No, he was in the producers. Oh, 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 um, um, zero, zero Mostel. There you go, Mostel, 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 Mostel. I like that. Millennials, boy, is that a weird movie? It's super, well, it's it's uh, UNESCO, right. Yeah. U- UNESCO, if you pronounce it that way. Yeah. You talking about Zero Mostel? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the 12 chairs? No, he's no, talking about rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. Oh, it's, rhinoceros. It's, it's, it's I don't an know. Absurd, I don't know what that is. Play it's by, bizarre. By UNESCO. Oh. Everyone turns into rhinos. Yeah, it's weird. Could Including you never see. You never see them. You only hear them. It's really weird. Hmm. All right. Well, Jimmy's done with his text, so uh, <laughs> 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 we can stop with that bullshit. <laughs> Holy. Uh, Twelve years is great. No? Yeah. I, I love 12 Chairs. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. You don't like it? No, I saw. I can remember seeing it in a, in a movie theater in New Hampshire. So I think it was one of the first movies I saw. Really? Wow. Yeah. My mother loved it. A lot of my mom today. Yeah, my dad mm. liked it too. That was, uh, that, and her favorite was Young Frankenstein. That was her favorite uh, oh, yeah. movie Put of all time. the candle back. A comedy of all time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what her favorite drama was. Never bothered to ask her. <laughs> Seems like it was an important conversation. Not interesting to nope. you. Uh, I, but it's interesting. I wonder what it would be. Maybe the love story. I know she was obsessed with love story. Really, it's it's actually pretty good. I watched it not too long ago. Yeah, uh, and it's it's not a bad movie, and they're both adorable in it. Was that Ryan O'Neill and G- Ali McGraw? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe should, my mom was young when that movie came out. Right when that came out, seventy four is my guess. Am I right at all? Love story. It's certainly somewhere in the mid. Anybody know what I'm talking? <laughs> that sounds right. Seventy four. So my mom would have been. Eighteen? Uh, no. No. That's, that doesn't sound possible based on go, how old you are. Go the other way. Right. Hang on. 40. Even, even based on how old you you sometimes joke that you 20, are. Twenty. She would have been twenty-eight. So she was in her twenties. She was young. Okay. That's my point. <laughs> Everybody okay? Yeah. Everybody all right? It was nineteen seventy. It was seventy. So my wow. uh, much much younger. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Like. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She she's the audience. She's the target yeah. audience. She's yeah. exactly right, Elliot. 
Mm-hmm. They didn't use that term then. No, they didn't. Probably. <laughs> the but. description of this movie. A boy and a girl from different backgrounds fall in love regardless of their upbringing, and then tragedy strikes. Wow. That's only one movie. So Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty in pink. <laughs> that's Wild Horses. That's any movie. It's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> oh, you guys are going farther back, huh? Yeah, a little farther back. It's West Side Story. I went with John Hughes movies. <laughs> I'd like you, you guys go with the Stuck bar. in the huh? 80s. Your choice. Uh, all right, Nels Scoville is here. Nels got this uh, great new book that, uh, and again, if you're not following Nels on Twitter, it up, I'll hold do it. it. Oh, thank you. Um, There's a quote from George Lucas back here. Read it. It's boring. In just the funny parts, Nels Scoville offers an unvarnished look into a writer's life. Through her unique lens, she bravely confronts some uncomfortable truths and somehow keeps you laughing the whole way through. Oh, thanks, George. I wrote some weirdly, of Weirdly, he said, uh, I wrote Star Wars, motherfuckers. What the... F- why did he end that way? That was a I weird thing to say. That's the weird part. So I wrote some of this um, up at Skywalker Ranch. Oh, cool. Which is my... I call it Yado for nerds. <laughs> I made my little writer's colony up there. Nice. It's beautiful. Where's that Chatsworth? <laughs> That's a good local joke. That's Nobody gets it. Joke. Nobody cares for that grinder. Anybody? <laughs> Nobody. All right, now what are you doing the rest of the day? What does Nell Scoville do the rest of the day? Well, I'm writing some narration for a documentary about stunt women. Oh, which oh, is fashion. really good. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We talk a lot of docs here, so we had to get a theme song for it. <laughs> there you go. All I think right. that's the first that's the first of our theme songs that our guest has heard, so I want to make oh, sure I got it in there. That's true, yeah. Uh, also, the, maybe the first time that someone working on a documentary oh, has yeah. triggered the doc dog theme. <laughs> that's true. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. We've had some, some docs, dockers in here. I don't know if we have. <laughs> uh, so you're doing that. I'm working on some pitches. You know, it's pilot pitch season. I'm sure you're out there, right, Jimmy? No. <laughs> I've given up. <laughs> I've, I've, I, I long for the day when I can say the same. Why won't you give up? You I'm a rat. I'm pressing that lever. Like, what if a pellet comes out? <laughs> You've got enough pellets. <laughs> Never you and enough. Colin just go on a boat. <laughs> just go out and. Uh, uh, no, I tell this story in the book about I'm friends with Irv Brecker. He must have been 93, and and he um, asked asked me if I'd be willing to collaborate with him because he ha- had an idea for a sitcom, and I said sure, and he said. I just want one more shot, <laughs> and it was either the most inspiring or most depressing thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I I don't know. I think it's inspiring. <laughs> I think it's inspiring. Like, I, I guess I would have to hear his tone of voice <laughs> to really say <laughs> how he was. But it is, yeah. I, like, I like the idea. I, I think people who do this kind of thing, um, they're not doing it uh, because they want a steady living. They do yeah. it because they're like obsessed with it and and like they can't not do it you know so that's probably you, well, that's you don't, her yeah you don't you don't ever retire you don't <laughs> that's right give up you just keep plugging away. I, I said yeah old writers never retire they just fade out <laughs> 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 no but actually Irv had a good idea his idea was um a couple has a young child they get divorced the wife remarries this wealthy guy so the ex-husband gets a job as the concierge at the fancy apartment house mm-hmm. so he can stay close to the kid. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, he said, you know, um, 
I think for the concierge, you know, Louis C.K. would be good at that. I said, yeah. And he said, and, and, and for the wife, we could get, uh, you know, the blonde girl. And I said, Amy Poehler? And he said, no, no, the blonde girl. And I said, I, who? And he said, Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> With the blonde girl? What? Well, more if, importantly. When you're, when you're 93, yeah. Bette Midler is it's the young girl. It's yeah. the ingenue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's divine. How often yeah, has she, she been is. blonde? She's always she, she's I thought she's a strawberry blonde. blonde. I thought she yeah. was a red. He's also ninety three. That's not the fucking point of the story, Elliot. The point is that yeah, he thinks really Bette Midler is the young uh, uh, ingenue. I get that. I get I'm that. confused about who the gay one in this group is. Because <laughs> he's are. arguing about Bette Midler's yeah. hair color with me. So. You, you could be uh, confused well, by any four of us, quite frankly. Yes. I'm not arguing that because I know that. Oh, so I, well, I don't need right. to chime in. Yeah. He's be very confident in his understanding of Bette Midler's hair. Garen, have you gone to see Bette Midler live? I have not. You know, I helped write her last show, and it was so much fun. The one that like the, that she toured with? Yeah. At, yeah. at the Staples Center, she yes. came, I want to say. Yeah, she yeah. has a quote back here, too. Oh, okay. Oh. Nell Scoville has finally written the book that everyone in the comedy world has been waiting for. Besides being one of the funniest people I know, she has not just survived, but she has thrived. How the hell did she do it? Crack this open and find out. Oh, boy. Ooh, she crack it open. She's also great on Twitter. Yes, she is. Am I, or am I thinking of Cher? No, no, they're both great. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no, I suddenly bet, panicked. Yeah. I was like, maybe she's not on Twitter at all. No, she, <laughs> I sound no, like a bet, fool. That's uh, vicious. Yeah, yeah, she's goes. And right you down. bring up uh, one of my favorite people on Twitter. Uh, I've never had the pleasure of meeting her yet. Best Kelb. Oh, who sure. is just another? Like I said, we, I discovered all these people after the election that I mm-hmm. didn't know that are just you know uh, are able to say what I want to say. But I just would just go, go fuck yourself. That would be my tweet. But you guys know how to do it eloquently uh, and with the, uh, humor. Uh, Bess is wonderful. Yeah, she's over at Kimmel now. And yeah. she sold her first novel. Oh, good for her. So, cool. yeah, she's amazingly talented. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I only know her from... And do you know Jill Twiss? I do. Do you follow Twiss, T-W-I-S-S? So Jill is on last week tonight on John Oliver and she wrote Marlon Bundo. Oh my like that was her idea and she wrote the book mm-hmm. and uh, she's hilarious. I don't know her but I will uh, yeah. uh, on your recommendation. Uh, all right, uh, Nell, we, uh, are there any other stories you want to tell us uh, from the book before we have you scram? You're welcome to come back anytime by the way. What a, what a joy you are. Let's do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but we play a game called Sevens uh, uh, to, and, and this is a uh, basically Pyramid. You're familiar with Pyramid. Yeah. The game show pyramid. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, the $25,000 variety. 10000 10, <laughs> 10, when maybe. I, sure. that's how old I am. Now what year were you born? I'm not comfortable with you knowing Okay. <laughs> I want to say, um, do you say your age? Yeah. Well, I wrote a book, so. I don't know. I don't I was born in 1960. Oh, long version. All right. Hang, hang on. Elliot, your timing today blows. <laughs> and speaking we're, of blow, cocaine! No snow, no show. We are literally in a conversation. Well, there was a, the song. By the way, he did start the song at a nice moment, but Thank then you, you guys... <laughs> <laughs> jumped on top of it. I ruined it. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was know. waiting because I, 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 I figured you would cue me and then you kind of didn't. So then I found a spot where you'd finished a thought and uh, popped it in there. 
Um, I can't born. wait for that Sasha Baron Cohen show. By the way, oh, I know. I can't. I don't even know what it's it. what it's on. What is it on? Showtime. Okay, it starts like this weekend. This Sunday. Next okay, Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be. So I thought funny. it was this. Isn't it this week? The fourteenth. I don't. Know, they should get some promotion going. Though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's interesting. They did a sneak attack. It was crazy. Like they. It was like a, a week ago they put the first thing out and it was like, what is this? And there was just like a random. I remember hearing like a year ago that he was up to something. Uh, okay. Is it true? Yeah. Well, you're in the business. I, uh, I am. I know you. <laughs> a high school friend of mine, like two months ago, was like, I'm working on this thing and I can't say what it is, but it's like this guy who's like legendary. Like, it's, I'm so excited to be working for him. And it was that. Oh, that's great. I just oh. found out like this week that I didn't know. He has Dick Cheney sign a waterboarding kit. Yeah. What? <laughs> That guy, I know. And Cheney's like, like, oh, I've never had uh, anyone ask me this before. And he's like autographing this thing. Yeah, it's great. I'm not watching any of the clips because I want to. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Want to just I want to watch it. In that was a, all I saw. Context yeah. and also. Oh, I apologize for spoiling it for you. Well, you've ruined a lot of things today, Gary. <laughs> well, we have a good interview. I mean, I really hope you have a good interview because uh, we need to replace you. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done here. Don't bother coming back. Uh, all right. Now, uh, I'll answer your question. 66. I was born in 1966. Yeah. Same year the Batman premiered. I think that's the reason. Well, uh, which the, That's the reason the show premiered? That's the reason you were born? I think they said, you know, this, this kid's in the world now. Let's do. Let's make a TV show of our, of our book. <laughs> I call them books. Yep. All right. Here's our categories, Nell. Uh, we have uh, movies, TV shows, celebrities, music. Can we just skip to, I think she has to do movies comedy, right? Well, I don't know. There's Broadway. Maybe she wants to do Broadway. Oh, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> um, I know a lot about Broadway, but not in a way to do it. Then we got 70s, 80s, 90s music. And we have uh, movies comedy, movies action, movies rom-com, movies award winners. Should we do 70s music and see if spiders and snakes can oh. come up? <laughs> Very well could, because right. God knows it comes up enough on this show. Well, we could play twice. Let's do 70s music. Yeah. And I'll give those, and then you guys can do uh, movies. Okay. All right, you ready now? Now, you know the premise here. I give clues for you to guess. But you only have seven seconds for each one, and the faster you get it, the more points you get. And I, I, I do like things that. No, no, you're you're just guessing. You're just guessing what he's alluding like to. Like I'll, I'll be, uh, like, let's say it's Bob Dylan. Uh, I'll say uh, he wrote "Born in the Wind." Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, you know, that sort of thing. That's that would be an example of a clue. <laughs> Bad clue, but yes. Shut up, go for yourself. Uh, <laughs> you. Uh, all right, here we go. Mind Se- your own business. Se- <laughs> mind your business. business. Here we go. Seven. All right, here we go. Cranking it today. Is it loud? Right, here we go. Uh, uh, Lionel Richie, front of this band on Motown. Uh, they, uh, Brick House was a big hit for theirs. One, twice, three times the later. The Commodore. Yes. Uh, uh, Johnny uh, Rotten, uh, front of this band. Uh, the Sex Pistols. Yes. Uh, uh, Lemmy, front of this band. Uh, Who? Lemmy. Uh, uh, Ace of Spades was their big hit. Uh, next one. Uh, Roger Hodgson, uh, Breakfast in America was their big album. In, like, uh, the Super Trap. Yes. Uh, Sheik's big hit. Oh! Uh, Freak out! Yes. Close up. Uh, hey, the the band that just did that song. What's the name? What's I just said it. Sheik. Yes. Uh, she works hard for the money. Uh, Donna oh, Summer. Yes. Sixteen. Seemed like it was better than that. It was. Uh, those were hard to get quickly, but what was Ace of Spades? Oh, that's uh, Motorhead. Ace of Spades, Motorhead. Let me, oh, I wouldn't let me have gotten Motorhead. that. I shouldn't. No. And then I gave you the Freak. Uh, which I guess I shouldn't have given those points. Freak out. Yeah, it's, it's love called freak, love freak. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, 13, Garen. We're going to give it a 13. We're taking away Lucy. Boy. Freak. All right, Broadway. Oh, the t- so the, the problem with Broadway, do you know Broadway? 
Yeah, some. Okay. Why? You want to do Broadway? Yeah, let's do Broadway right, just yeah, to ahead. annoy. All right. I think there's some gaps in me more than you, but like some of the classic stuff, I don't know. Like I know more current stuff. I don't know. Like when John Ross, the reason in that song you just heard where it says nobody's as bad as John Ross Bowie, uh, he would say, uh, uh, oh, oh, open at the uh, Schubert in 73. That's a clue. And I would, I, I don't know. Philip Morris typeset the book. Yeah, right. It was that bad. Yeah, you were very good. It's just like Commodores. Like, when was the last time I had to... Yeah, think of the Commodores. <laughs> that is a really hard pull. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Although we were talking about them recently, weren't we? Is that true? Commodores? I feel like we were. Well, we wish them luck. I just don't need to say, yeah, sexually assaulted you. <laughs> like, God, I got it. Why yeah. did he come up? Uh, all right, here's Broadway. You ready? Well, it's fun that we can laugh about that now. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, my favorite band, uh, they're also the city I'm from. That doesn't help you. Peter Cetera is the lead singer of this band. Uh, also, uh, Windy I forgot what we were doing. Hang on. Broadway. Yeah, the show is... 80s. I yeah, forgot. No, no. I forgot it's Chicago, we but it's the the, the musical Chicago, I literally not the band or we the city. doing music. I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Although that could have gotten you to the well, the let's, you. you know what? Let's yeah. do eighties music. You want to do eighties music? Yeah, we'll do eighties music. Okay, you don't because here's what the here's what the answers were for Broadway. You ready? Chicago, which again I could have uh, uh, made, made it. it a movie with uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, Christine Ebersol was the next answer. Oh goodness, that I would not have had a single clue for. Man of La Mancha was next. Mm. Triple Threat could have easily given you a clue for yeah. that. Dancing, singing, acting. Dancing, they are a. Oh. They are a. Uh, the great Julie Andrews. Sure. And then, I don't know this at all, Life with Father? Familiar with that? It's vaguely familiar. haven't seen it. And then, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Hmm. All right, so. It's real tough. All right, we're going to go 80s music. Then you guys are going to do movies, and then we're all going to take a cyanide pill. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I just take it, skip that and <laughs> take this yeah. one now? You're more than welcome to. <laughs> maybe we should see what happens if we try to play the game on cyanide pills. Oh, Jesus. Maybe we'll be, How quickly? we finish? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are people who have done worse than I did, though. Oh yeah! Oh, you, okay. you did great. There's, you did John great. John Bowie got there, zero. There, there, there are multiple people who have gotten zero. There have been zeros, and there's a few people who got one. Do you know Mindy Sterling? Are you familiar with Mindy? Sure. Yeah, Mindy is one of the worst of all time at this. <laughs> yeah. And she, but she's a wonderful lady. Who uh, she? You know what she does on Facebook? She posts uh, uh, animal videos, oh. and uh, adorable. And I either laugh or cry at every mm-hmm. single one of the things that she posts. I love it. Eighties music. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, money's too tight to mention. Uh, the gentleman had a uh, crimson-colored hair. Uh, was the lead singer. Uh, next one. She's divine. Uh, Bette Midler. Yes. Uh, the lead singer of Wham. He passed away sadly two years ago. Oh, George Michael. Yes. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. Uh, damn it, Matt. You would be able <laughs> show, to give this a clue. Show it to me. Uh, oh, he's a DJ from the... Next, next. Rick D's. No, next one. Uh, 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 Manic Monday was their big hit. Suzanne Bangles. Moss. Yes. Uh, uh, oh my god I was no damn it oh I'm panicking I make a joke about them sure. in my stand up every night uh, uh, She's So Unusual that singer uh, uh, Time After Time Girls Just Want to Have Fun oh, Cindy Lapa. yes All you right. make a joke what's your joke well, about her no no, no, no I make a joke about naked eyes Oh. All right, here's, uh, this is what I should have oh, said. Oh, I love that. That's always something there. Oh, something to remind me. I couldn't, but that's But I'm not background. sure I would have called, been able to conjure naked eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't either. And the Furious Five. Pass. Wait, Faith, <laughs> what? The, that was the one I was trying to, the DJ, blank, blank, and the Furious Five. Oh, oh, Grandmaster Flash. Yes. yes. Yeah. See, here's the funny part. And the Furious Five is 
I panicked. I had that clue. Yeah. And then I was like, no, that's not right. You're thinking of the movie, which isn't a thing at all. I mean, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Fast and the Furious 5. Uh, all right, sure. Uh, 10. 10. All right, let's see if we can. That's on me. Do I, movies. Me. I, it's I, like a jungle. I Sometimes. <laughs> it I makes you wonder. Uh, do you want to do movies, comedy? I'm going under. Uh, Wait, where's the, my cyanide pill? Oh, right. No, no, well, after, after, this. after this one. Oh, how many more? This I, is it. This is it. promise. You want to do movies. I, don't, I think you wanted to do Wait, what am I doing? Movies? Are we doing movies, comedy? Want to do rom-com, action, award winners, or just straight movies? Movies, comedy. I'm, but help, because I'm... I'm doing space work over here looking for a cyanide pill. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still committed to this stupid bit. I'm not fucking around. I'm going through a drawer yeah. as if I have one. Well, nobody, you, nobody sees me do it. Jimmy. You do keep a lot of pills. There they are. Oh, here we go. Here we go now. I wish I did have a dissolvable, like... Uh, just an antacid or something that yeah. would have been fun to pass out. <laughs> would have been fun. Coming back at you. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, here we go. Wait, I forget what we did. Was it movies? It's comedy. Comedy? Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll help now. Oh, uh, this was um, uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Melissa McCarthy. They were cops. Speed. The, fu- the heat. Uh, when you go, ha, 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 that is. Laughter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, our friend Adam Sandler, he plays golf with a hockey stick. Uh, Billy ha- Madison? Happy Gilmore. Oh. Uh, this is the the character's name from Home Alone that, that Macaulay Culkin played, I oh, believe. Oh, Jesus. Not for a million dollars. Kevin McAllister. Shut up. Um, <laughs> this is Ben Stiller's trapped in a place with old stuff. and uh, Night at the Museum. Yes. Um, oh, Jim Carrey's smoking. Uh, the Mask. The Mask. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy who's from King of Queens, the lead. Kevin James. He's also a friend of Adam Sandler's, actually. <laughs> Funnily enough. Ten. So... Uh, the first one was The Heat. I think someone said it right yeah. at the buzzer. Uh, and you said Kevin McAllister was the name of... Uh, give me some credit for knowing what that meant. It just says Kevin McAllister. I'm like, what are you talking... What is this? What am I looking at? Listen, I don't know that. that is. So, yeah, you get credit. Thank you. I get, so point I get points. <laughs> how does that work? Do I get my sign pill first? Is that how? Yeah, you're first up on the pill. Okay, great. All right, Nell, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having give me. This again. was fun. Give me the book again. Give uh, him the book. There's That's no me. Book. That's her uh, behind a uh, the, the, here, NCIS. All right, The Simpsons. Monk. Monk Somebody in this room did an episode. No. Uh, you. Wouldn't that be funny if that was if you had written the episode that? Gee, you I think the, the Sarah the, Sel- Silverman was in one of my Monk episodes. That wasn't. That wasn't in, mine was the chess episode. Uh, David, what's his name? Not David Str- David Str- David Strather. Oh, he's such a good actor. He was very nice. Told me over and over how funny I was. My role, not funny. <laughs> um, Murphy Brown, 20th Century uh, Honors, The Muppets, Newhart, Sabrina Teenage Witch, Coach, MST3K, 2015, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, Charmed, Late Night with David Larry. So you worked with Rick Moranis then? Yes. Well, I saw him on stage working. Right. He was, I think it's the last movie he made. Yeah. At Third Honey. The, we were talking yeah, about that. I, was, I think like, it is. I, He's, ready you know, for a comeback. very conservative. Oh. oh. You mean politically? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Is that why he's... No, but it's just... It had to do with his wife, didn't it? I think I read somewhere that that's the reason why he's... he's... He Cocaine! Was... <laughs> <laughs> good, good save. Real. No, thanks for being here. Thanks. On behalf of the Pop Culture Where's my cyanide? Right here. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Take it. It's in there. Uh, Garen Cockrell. Back there, there's the Double Trouble himself, Elliot Hogberg, behind the dashboard. That's Matt uh, Belknap. Uh, our new friend, Nell Scoville. My name is Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? 
You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.